This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. By now, everyone knows that Dollar Shave Club ships amazing razors for a few bucks. Tim's been a member for a while, and he loves the shave, and I love the way he looks. What you might not know is that Dollar Shave Club also has products for pretty much everything else you need in the bathroom. Body wash, hair gel, everything. And just like the razors, everything is super high quality and left Tim looking so good, I violated my marriage vows. If you're like Tim, obsessed with Crash Bandicoot and sick of the nonsense that is the store, now is the time to try out Dollar Shave Club. For a limited time, Dollar Shave Club is basically giving away their starter set to new members. For only five bucks, you get the executive razor, three trial size versions that are most popular things, some blades, you'll enjoy yourself. In your first box, you'll receive their shave butter, body wash, and one wipe Charlie's butt wipes. I am not making this stuff up, along with the razor. And that premium weighty handle that so many likes, the cassette full of cartridges. And after the first box, replacement cartridges are just a few bucks a month. This offer is exclusively available at dollarshaveclub.com slash greggy. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash greggy. What else are you going to shave with? A shoe? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hi, Greg. What's this shirt? Uh, this Deathly is uh, yeah, it's the Death Eater shirt. This is uh, I got this. I got this at the uh, when I went and saw the London show. Right? Yeah, Chris Child. Yeah, yeah. I heard. Is it true two. that they threw they had the T-shirt cannon and shot at you? Uh, no. What happened was Voldemort himself just got up and was like, "Here, you're the best audience member." They <laughs> real talk. Shout out That's to the Harry Potter forever. effect when they go away. Like uh, on the on the Virgin flight, we just did wherever the hell yeah. it just came from. When uh, no. the Fantastic the Beasts. When uh, Colin Farrell just is walking yep. on the street and then, <laughs> yeah, it looks so Nick, that's it sweet. It's the uh, apparate, 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 apparate. Yeah, yeah. Mm. over there, the pure one at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host. And joining us from Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny, Matt Marcon. Yay! Yay! Thank you for wanting to come be a part of the show. Thanks for having me. Now here's what I'll tell you straight off the bat: we haven't. This is weird. Usually, I think you're the first Patreon guest who has been completely under Kevin's rule. Uh-oh. Whereas before, I'm usually that's, I used to be point of contact. I'd talk to people. I'd direct them. I'd know more about them. So you and I true. haven't talked that much. Okay. You got here. You got they. they you yeah. Know, they, there's like seven of us now, so you get right. to talk to a bunch of people. I want it on the table right away. Just dislike your name. It's Matt Man, Marcon, and I want to keep that. saying Mark because it's Matt Marcon. See, that's it's my like, uncle. It's too close. Mark that's is my uncle. uncle. Mark, Mark. Wait, you have a Mark Marcon. Mark Marcon. My dad is Michael Marcon, oh, and my mom. Oh no, no. Mary, Mary Marcon. Oh my I thought God. you were going to say Marcon Marcon. Well, Mar- that'd be weird if I was my mom. Mark Marcon sounds like a, a superhero. He is. You know, he's he's like a 50-year-old dude, and he's got like a six-pack. He's Jack. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that he's either. He's a cool dude. This whole family, I don't know. Now, do you have any brothers or sisters? One brother. What's his name? Keaton. Fucking Keaton. He's a, he's a, he's a half, brother. half brother. Uh, half brother. Wait, didn't know what's he named okay. after Michael Keaton? Because that would be amazing. That would be cool, but I don't think Alex so. Alex Keaton. Okay. Mr. Keaton. These are all last. Skippy. Skippy. <laughs> well, you can yep. still have. You can still no, call it. No. So tell us, every, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? I am. Uh, I work in insurance. Uh, so I'll skip over that. We won't have to talk about that anymore. <laughs> Berkshire. 
No. Shelter insurance. No. Geico. No, like I said, let's just skip if over. If someone it. has an animal or a bird, do you sell bird insurance? I think there is bird insurance. Cool. Yeah. But you can, you, you can sell it? Much Are you an insurance salesman? No, I'm not. No. Are you tra- a traveling insurance salesman? No. Are you oh, here? Yeah. You're yeah. here to g- so, ch- guys, I need to uh, talk about your insurance today. There's a nice place you have here. You it'd be, it'd be a shame insured. if something happened You're to You're underinsured. Yeah. <laughs> just drops over land. All right, cool. I uh, I live in New York. All right. The Big um, Apple. The Big Apple. City? No. The, uh, Brotherly City City that that never Oh, also that, not that one. Okay. No. But I'm currently... In in moving back, I'm on my way to move back to California. Nice, the Bay Area. The Bay going, Area. Going back back to Cali. Cali. Going back to Cali. What is your nerve level to be on this show right now? Nerve level? Yeah. Surprisingly, not very high. Good. Good. I'm well, your best calm. friend. You get right. the you get the whole right. shtick. We're just here to fuck around, and be stupid. Yeah. But yeah, I always see it in the chat. And all the drugs that you gave me before the well, show. Well, yeah, of course. Right. So many drugs. A lot of drugs. Nick, what's your favorite drug? What's my favorite drug? Mm. I'm high on life, son. Oh. I'm high on life. Good answer. Good and answer. Starbucks. I'm really high on Starbucks right now. Oh. We'll get to that later, I'm sure. No, I always see in the comments when, it, when somebody's on the episode, like, oh, man, I couldn't do that. I don't think I'd be able to hang. Blah, blah, blah. I think you're going to be just fine. You were so? hanging earlier. We were having a lot of fun beforehand. I was stomping around. We were all singing songs. We were having a good time. We were. That makes we'll it sound like it was too. more organized. Me and Nick were singing songs. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what I did. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bringing a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can get each and every episode early. Tim, how early? Every early. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, it's a, been a week. This is what happens when we don't get weekends anymore. We no weekends. weekends. It's only Wednesday, them? though. I know. That's, Don't that's remind sad. us, please. Jesus. Uh, so early, you can be watching us as we recorded right now. That's right. So many people are doing it just for a dollar. That's great. Or you get crazy perks, like being on the show. So go over to Patreon. Check it out. But Check if you got out. no money to toss our way, no big deal, head over to YouTube.com slash kindoffunny. We're posting the entire show, topic by topic, day by day, until it goes up as one big video and MP3. Nick? Yes, sir. You get the topic glasses. Where did you get these weird what ass Mr. Magoo glasses? <laughs> Last day of June. It's a game that's out. Man, you just it came in. It came in. It came so in. The, it came in the press. Looks pack. like Mr. Peabody. Mr. Oh, yeah. Look at the. You look good. Look at the camera. Yay. Kevin, give me the one. Give Paula, me the. Give me the. Paula worked on Mr. Peabody. Yeah, she did. Push this down there. Have you ever thought about glasses? Yeah. Because look at how good. terrible it must why, be to have to wear glasses, glasses all the time. Why do glasses make your mouth do that thing? <laughs> <laughs> you look. Do I look? How, you look how, like a professor. Hold on, let me try. Let me just straighten this out. Straighten them out. Yeah. Let me tell you something about the history. Of the French people. <laughs> Thank you, finally. I'd love to hear about the history of the French people, uh, Professor Scarpino. They're all dumb. Wow. There it is. Wow. There it is. So they're the kind of people Only that would say... come to America. These, these dumb French people are yeah. the kind of people who would say mm-hmm. Cheetos are chips. Uh, they no. would probably think... They would think all chips are the same. They sure. would probably also put the Funyun in the chip category. Mm. And we all know that the Funyun lays squarely outside of the chip category. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Where's the lie? It's, that doesn't even have... Where's it lay? Free it's a lay. Colette. It's a ah. circular Colette. In your face, you got pwned there, huh? Didn't you? So goddamn much. Oh, I got you. Tim doesn't like when I pay attention to things. No, 
because he always expects that I don't because 99% of the time You're I have not. no idea yeah, what you guys exactly, are talking about. Exactly. But then the one time I do, it throws him off a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't appreciate you, that. You, you, it's about. like you guys are like two great sumo fighters mm -hmm. and he thinks he's going to knock you out of the ring and you just come and you do that thing where you're like, ta, 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 ta. Yeah, we're exactly like sumo fighters. Sumo fighters? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sumo fighters? Sumo sumo fighters? fighters? Yeah, you, no. you, you remember Yokozuna though? Fat. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just what Yokozuna would do then, sure, you know. Remember when Lex Luger slammed him? No. Big moment no. when Lex Luger. Nick, what's your what's your topic? Uh, my topic today uh, comes from a thing that's near and dear to my heart: Starbucks. And let me let me just set this up for you. The other day, I was at a Starbucks, and the person in front of me had that look, and I was like, "Oh, don't do this." To me. I hate the glasses. I can't do. Nick's looking straight at me with these fucking glasses. I was like, I so I heard this person when when the person you know the cashier was like, "What would you like?" Yeah. I heard the person go like this, uh, and I was like, oh, "Don't no. do this." To oh me. no! Don't. How do long this is the me. line at this point? We no, in the morning is, rush? It, no, it's not. It wasn't that this bad. This is just the Nick Scarpino third Nick trip. Waiting at Starbucks is is it never Nick's ends well. Favorite Nick. It never ends like, well. I don't like waiting, and I certainly don't like being stuck behind the person who it's their first time at the Starbucks, mm. right? Mm. And I was like, then I then I took a step back and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should have some patience because what a wonderful thing I'm, I'm getting to watch right now. Someone's first experience. That first taste of the sweet candy. Virginity. At Starbucks, lost, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I wanted to talk to you guys about your first experiences at Starbucks. Gotcha. Like I know you're newer. Don't fucking touch to me. Ever again. <laughs> than we are. Tim and I have been addicted to Starbucks for oh, a long time. No, what? No. Really? No, what? No. Oh, newer oh, no. to Starbucks. No, Let's not go newer. Yeah, I I'm not. I didn't get I didn't find an addiction to Starbucks until I started hanging out with you. Yeah. And it was, I can pinpoint it exactly. It was the E3. It would have been E3 2015. No, uh, no, that's right. 2015, right? Yeah, it was the first E3 we were doing up at noon. And you guys had me working so much. And there was that one right around the corner that you would just bring me back the big mm -hmm. old iced coffees. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. And I went over there. And then it was the same year they had debuted the mobile app. Mm -hmm. So you guys were using the app and getting your stars and all that jazz mm -hmm. or whatever. Rewards. So I got in on that. And then once you give me some kind of club reward card, oh, as right. you know what I'm talking about, Matt, I'm always getting, things. oh, it's because I'm, it's a video game it in real life it. suddenly. Yeah. Hey, I'm leveling up. Sure I'm, I'm increasing my stats. Here. You got a platinum the Starbucks. Exactly. You, you know, it, and I did that. And then one day my, the, that led to my account getting hacked and all these PayPal charges. And I was like, never again. Mm -hmm. And I deleted it and I stopped. That and that was the end of that. Yeah. For me, I, I'll take you even further back. Not as far back. Is Grandma Miller, all right? Not a, this isn't going to be a Grandma Miller story. Is Nick. Grandma Miller still alive during this time period? Though? Oh, yeah, totally. She's alive cool. during this one. Okay. But here's what you know where we're going? Where are we going? Aunt Dell and Uncle Scott. <laughs> I'm lying, I'm dying. You know, because if you're a new viewer to the show, and I'm and, and you get Matt, you get to be in a very, very interesting place today. Yeah. After this, <laughs> after this, I am personally inviting I you. I signed up to do this. I am personally inviting you to go to Nick's car. I want you to go to Nick's car. I'll take you there. You sit in it. It smells yeah. just like Uncle Scott's it car. It's, That's it's why a spitting image. Of I Uncle just Scott, every Uncle time Scott's I get car. into Nick's car, I get in that front seat. I <laughs> lean back. My head sticks to your your headrest now because Sean Pitts has gross hair. Yeah. And then it smells like Uncle Scott's car, and I'm stoked. It, it's a trip down memory lane. Mm -hmm. I remember as a child, the first time I was ever hearing about Starbucks was through Aunt Dell and Uncle Scott. Okay. They are worldly traveled people. They know they're yeah they have they are downtown Chicago kind of folks. Yeah, you know what I mean? They have that fuck with the bucks. They got that hustle it's bustle them and lifestyle. Downtown Julie Brown. Just downtown Julie out Brown, a staple Blues of downtown Brothers. Chicago. Down in the loop. The Blues Brothers Blue down Blue in the loop. Yep. Good job. Yep. There you go. Yeah, but that was the thing for my suburban working class parents. Mm -hmm. 
They're not drinking no Starbucks. They never heard of no, the Starbucks. Like Starbucks, Starbucks, Starbucks. Starbucks. I remember Starbucks when Angel and Uncle Scott are introduced this to life, and they're talking about how addicted to it. There, it seemed like the fanciest of fancy coffees. And now, granted, I know this sounds crazy. I'm sure, Tim. You're like 12 years old. Starbucks mm-hmm. has been as big and popular and mainstream as you remember. It wasn't at the time. I remember this was a big deal that they were I going there. The, that they're shut up. I remember a time oh, when we you fell in love. I remember time. Is Michael Jackson. Yeah. You made. Michael Jackson. I just started singing lyrics. And I was like, is Greg going to take uh, this into a real can, song? Can, and you did. Greg knows and he did. Song. This is also another. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what's going on another. when he stops mid-sentence, <laughs> thinks about it for a second, and then just starts laughing. I need your help on this one, right, Big okay, Daddy. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. I'm on this train with you, You sir. remember where I'm going with this. I'm on this snow cursor with I you. I guarantee he doesn't remember. I was there, man. I'm with remember you. Remember the time was the music video with Lisa Marie Presley remember and Michael Jackson, time. right? Yeah. I rem- distinctly I remember this one. Oh, maybe I don't. <laughs> remember, the, remember the time I distinctly remember? Oh, maybe I don't. This is a video where he hit the car with the bat and the crowbar and turned into a cat at the end. Oh, I, I don't oh, know. No, that's black and white. Yeah. I thought that Did might, they I debut the same night? Kevin, can I get a Google on when Fox not. debuted? <laughs> remember? Did, they, did Fox TV debut Remember the Time? Or black and white, or both. I remember him smashing shit. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And I think that was black or white. That is true. No, we've that's yeah. been covered. That's been covered. I'm trying to remember. Ah! Oh, that was scream. Never mind. That was little scream. little baby, scream. little Jared little Jackson. young Greg, not baby by any means at this point, Matt. Right. Sitting there, mom had made this like three layer dessert thing that was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember eating it, watching one of these Michael Jackson videos, yeah. and I remember it was inappropriate for a boy my age, not to mention be eating eating this dessert while either it was he was naked with his wife in this video or while he was expressing his rage. This topic's about Starbucks. Oh. Right, so <laughs> then after remember you watch this video, you and went and Uncle Scott went there all the time. It was super fancy. I remember my mom making comments to how fancy it was or something, and that's what I knew of it. Mm-hmm. What was the song? It doesn't matter. Black and white. We'll figure it out. And the chat will tell me. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We'll figure it out. The comments will all be there. We'll figure if it out. If the chat can somehow decipher <laughs> that. I, I mean, I can, here's what I'll give you, everybody. I'll give you very clear definitions that will solve this case. Okay. The video Evidence debuted on Fox TV. Right. It debuted on a Sunday night. <laughs> you need help. You need sleep. It is a Sunday you need night. So before 2000. I want you to go, go home tonight. I want you to go Figure home tonight. Figure get a nice out. meal and go to bed early. Don't play your PS4. I gotta play Don't everybody's play golf. I gotta no, play. No, stop they it. They definitely didn't de- debut on the same day. There it is. Why? Then that's it. Then there you go. Thank you. Why oh, no, you would they know. debut on the same day? 1991. Now, all right, cool. Now backwards track it. November 14th, put Maybe that into second. Google and tell me if that was November 14th, 1991. Was that a Sunday? That would solve the problem. Because I think it is. Oh, no. It's, no, hold on a second. It said that was. The plot thickens, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hold on. Remember the time. Go back to the Wikipedia. Enhanced back to the Wikipedia. Yeah. It, Black or White was first broadcast on MTV, BET, VH1, and Fox. Fuck. It was on Fox as well, though. Now it's too complicated. Maybe it wasn't a Sunday. Why Why does it have to be a Sunday? Because I thought it was, was a Sunday. Was part of the evidence. Eating a su- there was three pieces. It has to be a Sunday. February 2, 1992 is when Remember the Time debuted. Oh, shit. That's my sister's birthday. Oh, my God. It's all making sense. Hold on. Yeah, the here. Chinese Zodiac. What day is it? <laughs> okay, hold on. Kevin is taking his sweet ass time. There we go. There we go. Okay, we knew the date. Sunday. Just click on it. Sunday. 
it was. Then it was Remember the Time, correct? Yeah, it must have been. Uh, so it was Remember the Time. I'm eating this delicious dessert that I know is bad for me, and I'm a little pudge ball, and I'm watching him and Lisa Marie Presley roll around naked. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'll tell you something about that relationship. <laughs> that relationship, totally natural. Oh, Nothing yeah, that was, was that's that real love. That's that pure love right there. That was as natural as anything Tom Cruise has ever done in his relationships with his wife. Yeah, why are you doing Shout that? Why are you doing that? Kidman. Why you got to bring that in? I thought jumping on a couch was supernatural. It's supernatural. It supernatural. 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 Oh, you want to turn this into a Tom Cruise topic or you want to save this for next week? Uh, no, I mean, if we're going to do a Tom Cruise topic, we're going to save that for next week. We're still Just Tom Cruise in general? No, I thought this was about Antel Uncle Scott. That is the question. Are we? I mean, do you want to talk about Tom Cruise right now? Because no, no. we can seg the fuck away. So that was my. That's the first time I remember Starbucks. Right. And then I remember starting to go to Starbucks. That was the first time I was aware of Starbucks. <laughs> Keep up, Zach Wenzel. That was the first time I did that. And then uh, I remember. I want that whole thing to be a doodles. Just starting from right when he started talking to just that point right there. It's a ten-minute-long doodle. Half of it is just Kevin mistyping shit into Google. That's the thing. It's like, why would he doodle? There's not a story there. When you really boil down what Greg Miller just told us, yeah. it's that let's what's Michael the evidence? Jackson what's music the video evidence? came out, yeah. and he knew people that thought Starbucks was fancy. Yeah, Uncle Bob and Ed Scott <laughs> thought dessert, it was fancy, the and there wasn't dessert. And he ate a three-layer dessert, and it's un it's unbelievable that he would have eaten that dessert on a Thursday night. Well, mom had a job. She couldn't put that much work into a dessert I'm on a Thursday. Go and I'm going to 100% say that you could eat dessert whenever you wanted when you were a kid. Because big old Jamie Kennedy didn't give a fuck about your... Oh, no, uh, no. Just let it go, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Didn't care about your blood sugar levels. I remember going there and then to Starbucks. It was always the thing that I just couldn't remember the size of coffee I wanted. So I always said medium. Yeah. And if you mm. remember in the early days, they used to try to correct that shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, we don't have medium. Do you mean... didn't deal well with that. No, fuck Kevin all. To this, I, day, to this day, still... And he's one of those dudes like, I'll take a medium. <laughs> no. Kevin, I'll take a large. I still say it, too. It is. And it's not out of to insult them. It's just that I really just need you to be normal people and fucking give me the right. medium-sized beverage Dude, or the large. That's a step no, too far. Well, that, I, I remember that, bro. though, because I remember that was everyone's first introduction to Starbucks, right? I remember when they, the, the first Starbucks opened in Riverside. It was the Mission Grove Shopping Center, where I would later work as a pizza chef at Boompa's. No longer there. <laughs> Shout out to Boompa's. No longer there. A chain or local establishment? Uh, it was a local establishment, nice. and I think it's gone now. In fact, I know it's gone now. Uh, you just stated that twice. Yeah, no longer there. <laughs> it's no longer there. Uh, I remember seeing Starbucks coffee. Ooh, that's really fancy. And you walked in, and I think I was like, wow, I feel like so ignorant that I don't know anything about the world right now. And that's I'm seeing the entire world through oh, these Starbucks. Are Ethiopian right? beans. Well, Sumatra, where's that? Right? Yeah. And everything was espresso based, right? You remember, like, and you didn't know what an espresso was. You barely knew what coffee was. I still don't. Espresso is just small cups of coffee. Yeah, just little tiny cups of coffee for little tiny people. And well, I don't know what depending I don't know what on, it is, though. it's just a different it's bean. Yeah. But isn't there no water in it? I don't know what that means, though. There's water in it. There's still water. It's yeah, not water just sand. <laughs> There's also sand in it. Um, no, the uh, yeah. I mean, I remember thinking like, oh my god, what it is? And then when I look back to my uh, storied history mm -hmm. with Starbucks, and I I think to myself, wow, like. I, those first drinks we used to get were basically just chocolate sundaes. Yeah. Remember those? Like it was always the mocha frappuccino. Well, that was the yep. thing. The frappuccino the frapp was yeah. like, what I think really oh, got Starbucks. Because really I agree with you guys. Starbucks was the, oh shit, this is, it's a fancy. Right. Like, there's a coffee shop dedicated. It's a chain that's everywhere. Right. And it was like, they I don't mind like you just sitting around. It. Exactly. It was like, it was a game changer. But I was a dumb kid. I wasn't going there. I was like, that sounds stupid. But then they're like, we'll give you frappuccinos. Right. This is caramel yeah. frappuccino. Yeah. Right. That became. 
just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to save my money up to be able to get one of those bad boys because they were expensive. They were fucking good. Yeah. And this you is like dropping four, five dollars for oh, one of those. Dude, fuckers? I was, but, but see, you have to understand, like, this is like me post high school. I, I think I really remember Starbucks being a thing for me the, the summer between my senior year of high school and freshman year of college. 18, I'm working as a fucking, I'm, I'm throwing dough every night, right? Taking that hard earned money, putting it right back in to Frappuccinos. And me and my boys, because there's nothing else for an 18 year old to do in Riverside because couldn't drink. And I, I just stopped doing meth. So I was like, I'm going to go and just drink uh, uh, Frappuccinos and smoke cigarettes outside. And yeah. That's all we did. Yeah. That's yeah. all we would do. And that started me on that path for doing that up until about two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Where I still drink a lot of coffee. I just don't smoke the cigarettes anymore. See, I don't, I don't, I don't remember my first time at Starbucks because How old are you? 23. Yeah, I guess because you were like, right when you were a baby. Right. Your mom probably just took you she, into a Starbucks. And she didn't, no, I, I mean, my, my, my parents aren't coffee drinkers. No one's a coffee drinker in my house. But it'd be like, hey, it's, it's kind of cold outside. Let's get a nice little hot, hot chocolate. Okay. And shout hot chocolate. the fuck out to Starbucks hot chocolate. Yeah. Unrivaled. Yeah. It's good. Unrivaled. Consistent. Any Starbucks is, you go to, it's going to taste the same. And right. that's amazing. Because there's some coffee shops. And when mm-hmm. I say some, I mean pretty much all. Yeah. The, their hot chocolates are not hot chocolates. No. They're the deepest, darkest cocos. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's that's, bitter. No. Help well, me. What's the I difference, wanted, what's the difference between hot chocolate nasty, and cocoa? It'd be a fucking coffee. Hot chocolate tastes good. These okay. are... I'm down for cocoa. So they, used to, they started doing these things called the drinking chocolate. Remember that? Like Starbucks oh, yeah, tried I've to bring that. Oh, yeah. Starbucks said, hey, we've got perfect hot chocolate. Let's try to one-up ourselves. And they brought in drinking chocolate, which is just mel- a fucking melted chocolate bar. You were just drinking a melted chocolate bar. Mm. And after about four sips of it, your hands start to shake yeah, you just and your eyeballs it. go cross. Yeah. It's what? like 400 grams of sugar. I mean, we were talking about, you know, frappuccinos and all that. I mean, we have to say something about the PSL. Well, it's about to be back. It might even be back. About that recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you are. What, are you shaking fan. your head there? Yeah. What are you shaking your head about? I'm shaking my head about pumpkin spice in well, general. In general? In general. In which no. way? It's the nice now. And just like it's it's gone way too overboard. Oh no. But that doesn't take away from the fact that it's special. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's well, still it's just good. it's just like the green shakes at McDonald's. Oh, shamrock shakes. Shamrock shakes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, those suck and always have. Ken Shamrock was a oh, god. Well. He was really okay. good. Ink a lot. The fact that McDonald's was like you're so you were so good in the, in the early days of UFC WWE that we have to Ken Shamrock. Yeah. Ken Shamrock. Wait, wait. What are we talking about? We're we're both right. We're oh, we both are both right. right. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. There was a Ken Shamrock. <laughs> that was his Ken big Shamrock deal. was so good <laughs> that McDonald's. I was like, where's the big going? Right. That McDonald's had to make the Shamrock shape for him, and that's fantastic, and it will yeah. live on forever. But they it said sucks, man. They're gonna make it forever. Hey, here's, my favorite here's ice mint. cream, hands down, mint ice cream. <laughs> Fucking love it. My, uh, just, just my brush your flavor. teeth then. How about that? I'm a big yeah. fan of brushing my teeth as well. But the, the the mint chocolate ice cream, I'm so down. Yeah. This shamrock shake, it's in the name. It's a sham. It fucking wow. sucks. Oh. That stuff. But is it a it's, sham? Wow. No, oh. it's not. It's not. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's a shamrock in your stomach. <laughs> is it a shake? Wait. Shake. Wait, that's not even the right thing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess sham wow shake weight are in the same. They're kind in the of same infomercial like infomercial world. category, right? right. But Sound they don't the sound. Okay. But no, fuck the sham like But PSL, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Although, admittedly, they've gotten worse over the years. Whoa. They have. They've gotten worse. The it's, pumpkin spice latte. I don't really. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> it's yeah. You know, the quality. What's happened? There's. It's they a, just. They. They changed the mix of it. Mm. It's like it's a mix of being too sweet and just. It's not. I feel like a lot of their kind of flavored drinks have gotten uh, watered down. It's not the right word because they're not physically watered down. But just like the way they make them is more generic than it used to be. They used to be more. Gotcha. They're not putting the love in. Yeah, is that what you're trying to say. 
I pre- they I used to that. care more about the mix. There used to be more of an idea of what well, that drink big meant. Now, though, I mean, think about how Starbucks is. It's so big, and this is why, like, so this is a, a jokey kind of topic. But when you start really thinking about it, like, think about how much Im- how much Starbucks has influenced like everyone's life and mainstream culture. It popularized that, like, the cafe, and it made. I mean, it made me start drinking coffee. I mean, it's ubiquitous at this point, right? I mean, well, you're talking about your high school and college experience. I know we've talked about this stuff a lot, but fundamentally, Starbucks changed my life. Might not be the right word to, to use, but it uh, made my life. Yeah. Like so many of my relationships were at a Starbucks. Started and ended at a Starbucks. At a, talking at a Starbucks. Yeah. Just hanging out with friends because it's 24 hours and you're a kid and that's somewhere you can go. You know, it's like that is so important to my formative years and learning how to, you know, what my dick was doing and how right. to work okay. it and all that at stuff. At a Starbucks. That's what my, they actually want you to do that. They want mm-hmm. you to get a Frappuccino and sit down with your dick and just figure out how it Learn works. Right. Yeah. My roommates and I in college, we would go get Starbucks all the time because we had a Starbucks on campus. That was part of our meal plan that what? we could what? Yeah. Yeah, we would get. It was Fuck. like uh, I think it was like a college is way a better. Venti now. was part was like a like meal or something. Okay. I, I, okay. I forget like the specifics of what it was, but Where'd it was like in North Carolina. Gotcha. Um, school called High Point University. Shout out. Michael Jordan went there. Nope. Uh, no. Nope. North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. part's Carl true. That, that's true. Also went there. Also true. Ken right. Shamrock. Both Ken really? Shamrocks. Wow. No, there was one Ken I didn't Shamrock. Even know. Both Ken Shamrock. Was he? Did he? Was he in WWE also? Yeah, that was his How thing. Did I not know this. I don't know. I mean, it was during the Attitude Era, the '90s. He had an ankle lock. He's coming to snap, and then he like put you in the ankle. Holy like, shit, dude! Snap. Yeah. You know, you and I have a lot in common. We, we do. There's friends. a lot of common ground here. We should be. Friends. I didn't realize. I don't. I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, that was his shtick. That he was an MMA guy. Mm-hmm. But I just remember him and Frank Morris Shamrock, being yeah, his brother. Ken Shamrock, because he had a big. He, here's here's how it goes with. No, I guess this. How's it go, Greg? Tell me. Well, Ken Shamrock, of course, mm-hmm. makes me think of Steve Blackman. <laughs> Who was another guy who was in the mm-hmm. same era of like I'm gonna wear these like judo pants. He's yeah. gonna kick or whatever. He had a kendo stick, mm-hmm. and then that makes me think of when he was fighting X Pac once. Steve Blackman mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. and so then we called our friend John, and he didn't answer the phone, and we left a voice me- uh, answer machine message mm-hmm. where we narrated the fight for him. Okay, and then he called back, and he was like, or the next day he called back. He's like, my mom was furious at you guys. Like, why would you call and leave a racist message on the phone? And I was like, what do you mean racist message? He, he said, she, she said, you kept screaming about some black man getting beat up. And we're like, no, no, we were watching Steve Blackman fight X-Pac. <laughs> and his mom didn't watch wrestling, so she right. didn't miss it. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes total yeah. sense. I want Kevin to Google Ken Shamrock right now because I want to make sure I'm bring not up mixing. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Wikipedia page. Uh, make sure it's the same one I'm thinking of. The way I got. So now, Tim, are you? I, you don't Last seem time. as invested I anymore. In well, now we got to get Kim Shamrock. I'm so invested in Great Fights. Tito Ortiz. Yeah, it's Ken Shamrock. That's him. Yeah. Are you still investing in the Starbucks life? Because I don't oh. see you living in the Starbucks life as much as I see Nick living in the yeah, Starbucks yeah. life. Well, the thing is, he Nick has always went to Starbucks before he comes to work. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. do that. Sure. I would go to his second. I would join him for his second trip of the day. But back in the day, that was when we were in the the apartment. Right. And it was like just getting out of the apartment. Sure. Was nice. Right. Sure. And in addition to that, it just like allowed us to to talk and like have something to do. We don't need to do that anymore. And like I'm fine with the coffee. And especially back then, I was on that. The vanilla latte. I went from caramel frappuccinos. Sure, you did. To the hot chocolate. Okay. To the um, when I was trying to learn what coffee was, mm-hmm. I, I fucked with the um, white chocolate macchiato. Oh, is what whoa, it was. Whoa. Wow. And, didn't uh, know we had a king of England over here. That's right. Was, Jeez. But I didn't know what the fuck it was. Sure. Uh, but then I eventually moved over to just the strict latte. 
Then I was like, fuck latte. this. Went to the vanilla latte. Wow, well, you've was, made it around that board. I was, I mean, I've I'm never... talking about 10 years of my life here. And these are my serious like steps. Ended at vanilla latte, but then it reached a point, Nick said, Tim, you got to stop drinking this shit. And I was like, it's pure sugar. You're probably yeah. right. And then I just switched over to the iced coffees. And that's when I was like, all right, cool. But now I just. I just have See for me, I think it was the only. I I don't have. I, we, I don't think we had one in Colombia that was like open twenty four hours or anything like where we were going to. We didn't do. We weren't drinking coffee in high school, and so really when I think of Starbucks in the first, I think of it either being bitterly cold in the winter and I'm downtown or something and I want to go in and get something, get a hot coffee or a mm-hmm. hot cocoa or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Craig Harris when he used to pick me up to take me to IGN when we were carpooling at one point, he stopped there every day. He he probably still is a huge addict to Starbucks. Craig Harris but, probably yeah. But uh, I he would I would always get a star a strawberry frappuccino or whatever from mm-hmm. there and I would drink it thinking I was being healthy because I was like having strawberries in the morning. Yeah, it it's, it's like exactly it's like a like smoothie. That. Yeah. It's like when Some you have your yogurt man. in the morning, which you're like, let's just spruce it up with a little bit of Nutella. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's super healthy. It's Whatever, man. It's great for you. Fuck you. I'm not I mean, once you, oh, you just said fucking, you were judging me. I'm going to put a Care Bear on what, your face. <laughs> what I want to give a shout out to for Starbucks is I'm a huge fan of ice water. <laughs> oh, yeah. And who is no it? one does it better. You go in there. They have can great I get water. A, a Trenty ice water. Yep. And you're walking out of this here with this freaking tub of ice. Yeah. For free. It's fantastic. They used to not do that, though. They would be like, sir, we can only give you a small, like a. I'm at a point though. I'm them. like, I'll pay I don't know for it's it. below grande. Like, what do you need me to pay if I, if I needed this? Right. Because we're out there. It's E3. We're hot. We're sweating. It's RTX. Whatever. I'm like, just give me the goddamn ice water. What but do you? What do I need to do? I wonder how many of these cups I have used, utilized in my entire life, and what so I could have done with all of that. I was plastic. gonna say, do you think about? It? Why don't you just get the I just reusable? Thinking about. It. I do have it. I just forget to to, oh. to bring it with me now. I have that one. I remember I have a teal and with a pink straw. Oh yeah, that was yeah. really cool looking. Yeah, I fucked that. I forgot. I totally okay, forgot fine. to bring it with me. That's no good. Also, this uh, size that's where doesn't Starbucks fit in cabinets. Yeah. That's the problem. So it's either I have to figure out like leave it out on my countertop, which I'm not doing. Yeah, of course or not. Or I uh, buy ten of these a week and we make a house afterward with them. Okay. Because we could. Okay. Matt. Yeah. What's your topic? My topic is movie pass all right Ooh. movie pass, yeah. movie pass. so oh. i know this was in the headlines was it like two weeks ago yeah, two three weeks ago they right the price down right. from 30 bucks to 10 bucks yeah it was like it, it started out at like 50 bucks and um i just kind of wanted to go over is it too good to be true so can you catch us up on what exactly it is and yeah. what it does and doesn't have? Right. Okay. So MoviePass, like like we said, it started. It was a it was a company started by one of the Netflix co-founders, um, and he started this. It it used to be like fifty dollars a month, I think it was something like that, and where you could get a movie ticket free per day if you pay fifty bucks a month. Okay. And so recently they dropped the price down to nine ninety five. Now the whole process of it nine ninety five a month mm-hmm. for a okay. movie ticket okay. every single day to theoretically see unlimited movies. Basically. You could see one a day. You, yeah, you could see one a day. But what are the restrictions? No new releases. Or still, I got the dollar so, theater. So, Where are you no, getting? No, 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 no. So so here so here the I got kind of got some notes in. Give here. me the notes. Give me the high. The top so just level so just items. how it works is it's an app. And so you go on the app and you say, I want to see, you know, it's uh, Spider-Man or Wonder mm-hmm. Woman at seven o'clock. And so you go on the app. You have to be within, I think, like 100 feet of a theater yep. or something like that. Weird. And yeah, so you have to be in the vicinity of the okay. theater. And you say, OK, Spider-Man, seven o'clock. And then they also send you a debit card. It's a movie pass debit card. And so you pick your movie. Then it's whatever the ticket price is, $12 or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Let's just say a random price. So then you walk up to the counter and say, I'd like to see Spider-Man at seven o'clock. Like, okay, that's $12. And then you give them the movie pass debit card and it already has the $12 loaded on. They swipe it. 
and you're on your way. Now, the only restrictions is that it doesn't work at like special theaters like an Alamo Draft House sure. or, you know. It, it does work it, at our Alamo Draft House. It does. I, don't, I, I didn't know you, that it was all of them. You can't go to IMAX or 3D. Yeah, Those you, are well, the you can go to IMAX or 3D. You just have to pay the upcharge. Of you know, so if it's sixteen dollars, mm, you just sure, have to pay the sure. four dollar difference, whatever it is. Um, so that's kind of what the restrictions are. I don't know how it works for advanced. Like if you wanted, so if like Thor tickets go on sale, you know, in a couple weeks or whatever, and if right, you want to see point, that, if point. you want to see that first movie, I don't know how that works. I don't think it does work. Yeah, that. I don't think it yeah. does. It's it's just, you have to be hundred feet in front. Of right, the you'd theater. have to just like camp out in front of the <laughs> right. theater waiting to get. To, I don't know. Um, so I guess so. The question is about Movie Pass. Is you know. It's it's ten bucks a month, but that's obviously not sustainable as a business model. No. And so they're clearly, yeah, they're clearly trying to corner the market, similar to like what Amazon has done or Netflix, right? Or like has done, yeah, like a Netflix like little blockbuster. We're just, gonna, we're just gonna take a loss for five years until we own this market, right? And then it's boom. Smart. The question that I have is, what's that really gonna? What's that market gonna look like? Because what it sounds like they're trying to do to me is make a lot of money on a dying medium. And by dying, I hate to say that because I love movie theaters, but right. every time you go to a movie theater these days, like I just started going back to the Kabuki after AMC bought them, and it is like, I mean, there's literally just like spots on the wall. It looks like they just tore shit down. Like no, they're not even trying to make this a premiere theater anymore. No. Now it's just, hey, we show movies here, and it's a bargain bin basically. But I mean, that's the thing with theaters right now, right? Where it's like, you know, Kevin still loves the Daily City. What is that one? Century Kev? Twenty, Century yeah, Twenty, or whatever. What I mean, like it's fine, and they have they have assigned seating now too. I won't. I don't want to go to a movie if it's not assigned seating, right? Yeah. I don't want it unless it is the boutique in quotes. Yeah, I get a lounger. I get to pick a seat. Is, I get there. That is now, I think, the majority of yeah, theaters. theaters. Well, that's yeah, the, that's how the, I'm, that. and that's the argument I'm making. Where I think I don't know if it's dying as much as just truncating, but I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Well, you still have that for a while. Yeah, I, I just, don't get me wrong. I wish it would go away. Whoa. I wish it would fucking oh. all just go. Hey, oh. Spider Man's out today in theaters or on your, you know, PlayStation Four or whatever. Well, that's that's the more interesting of these. I'm like, do I like part of the reason why this has not really registered on my radar is because, um, well, for one, Tim hasn't told me I need to worry about it yet. So as soon as Tim figures it out, that means I'm way behind the curve, and then I need to start doing it. Um, but it, a, it just seems like it seemed like. Before you had read all those things, I'm like, there's going to be something in there that's going right. to be too, too much of a pain in the ass to deal with. And the fact that you have to be close to a theater and or you can't get the tickets you want when you want, right. that, that's that's a deal breaker for me. Having said that, I will continue to like keep an eye on this. And once it is just as easy as I open an app open on my phone, app. Pit, hit the thing I want, and the QRC, you know, the ticket code comes up. And that's it, and it's just right there. Cool. Then I'll go to the theater, but I want to be able to do that two weeks ahead of time, and, and well, with right. my wife. Right. You know? What is the rationale behind the be with the one hundred feet of a theater? Well, I'm sure that's just to to, to limit people from reserving tickets and then not using them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, because you don't pay with yeah, the debit card until you get there. Yeah, I, I see. think right. the audience for this is not people like us that are like, oh, we need to be there for Thor's premiere. Mm-hmm. It's for right. people like high school kids or for old people or mm-hmm. the people that it's, are it's, just like, I'm at the mall. I guess I'll watch a movie. Right. Which right. the, I've it, never been that way, but it's I think to a get lot of the people, people who don't go to a lot of movies, like all of us, I would sure. imagine, go to. You know, we see you. I know you see a lot of movies. Yeah, you know, so it's the people three who or four right, movies a month, right. So. so it's it's not it's not for those people. It's for the people who like. Oh, you know, it'd be a nice time. Let's go. Let's all go out to the theater. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people but who theater. aren't. But I just feel like those people, like you're talking about people, like I guess. I, there's a variety of different types of people that go see movies, but like I think of okay, who's your target audience? The people that have the families, right? Families with like five or six kids. You got to have five of those accounts. Yeah, you with. have to have five accounts. How is that going to work, right? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, to it's me. not. It's not. I, so I don't think it's families. I think that it's it'd be couples think it's or the kids. college kids, think it's yeah. the eighteen to college kids, old, high like, school kids. Yeah, it's it's so maybe. It, but even, from my point of view, it's people at malls. They are the even this. Audience. I feel like so. I feel like right now I wouldn't do it because I don't like these hoops. 
100 feet, can't just do it all online. Yeah. Why not just give me in the app the debit card there? It needs to be, as, e- it needs to be as easy as Fandango. Fandango exactly. has an app. You pop it open. You find your theater. You go, boom. It says, is this the credit card you want to use? Great. Bum, For being done. a college kid, high school kid, whoever... Eh, maybe I feel like the first time we got burned when we all like we used to go to AMC Cantera like every weekend to go see a movie we were in high school right the first time we would have gone there and be like we're all gonna see this and like four four of the five of us got in or something weird like that to be like oh well fuck this what a stupid system like mm-hmm. I want to be able to make sure we're all I don't yeah. I don't like that tension it's because then we're back either. to the same tension yeah. of like why I don't like fucking waiting in line for three hours to hope that I get the seat I want in and, and it's and it's the reason why movie theaters will eventually not exist like right. on this on this bigger scale I mean they've been diminishing for, for the last ten years but eventually twenty years from now the, it will be a boutique experience similar to the Alamo Draft House but it won't be the preferred medium right mm-hmm. what right. you're talking about is even that little bit of like Thor's coming out. In a month, fuck. One of us needs to figure out how to get everyone tickets. How many tickets are we gonna get? I don't know who's gonna come. Is she coming? I don't know. Get an extra ticket for her just in case. Uh, now it's like stressed. They're stressed, right? Like, is Nick? Is your wife gonna come? No, she doesn't leave the house after six o'clock. Um, <laughs> but like, all of that is the reason why eventually there will have to be some other system that takes its place. And I don't think it's gonna be on demand. I think it's gonna be similar to whatever that thing is that you can get now or used to be able to get, where it's like you spend thousands of dollars. And it's a box that sits in your living room, and they just everything that's new just goes straight to you. Apparently, that's a thing. Have you guys heard of this? I've heard of it, but yeah. I don't remember yeah. anymore. I don't know if it's actually you know something called? people. No, I, don't, I just heard of it. But yeah, well, it was ex- obscenely expensive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember right. hearing about it years ago. It was like fifty thousand dollars or something like that. Or something like yeah, that. something Screen like that. Flicks, yeah. But of yeah. course, the, I'm sure that has plenty of like restrictions and shit on right. it too. Where it's like you can't yeah. get every movie you want. That's right. like, that's always the shitty thing, right? It's always the shitty thing about buying like the Disney Pass, right? Where like there's always blackout dates, and nobody likes the blackout dates. Yeah, those are fucking annoying. The most premium one, and that's how they get you on this. Right, exactly. I think that the the narrative about theaters diminishing and going away, I think that people like us want to believe that more than it's actually true. Like when you look at the the just the sheer numbers, there's more money coming in, and granted, tickets are more expensive and all that. Doesn't matter. There's more money coming in, mm-hmm. right? The when it, when you add 3D, when you add IMAX, when you add all these other upcharges, like every week a movie is breaking records for whatever's coming mm-hmm. out. I look at any market that I've been familiar with whether it's austin or san francisco or new york those are probably the three that i'm most intimately uh have knowledge of like there are more theaters now than there's ever been in my entire time growing up in san francisco i've seen two theaters close i've seen six come up right and none of them have they've only gotten bigger they've only had more options and more things going Mm -hmm. on in them so it's like i feel like Netflix and all that stuff has kind of shifted our perspective and like we're like oh well here's how we want things but I think that the mainstream consumer isn't worrying about any of that stuff sure I mean it does it does give people families things like that outings things to do right people do still need stuff to do and people do want to get out of the house well I know I know that AMC because along with this article when this news hit AMC like the next day you know they came out saying that we're against this you know AMC is Strictly they, against but this, they can't pull out of it. Like, they, it seems well, they like- can't. And, and and here's the thing. So what they're what what AMC is arguing is that it's going to change the movie industry for the worse. They feel because if so, if you think about it from AMC's perspective, yeah, if chains always say shit like this. Well, they yeah. say the same thing when it, when when Netflix is like, yo, we're just going to start making movies indirectly, and people, well, you can't do that. Like the biggest the, the big shit between Netflix and Amazon and movie theaters is that Netflix wants to do day and day right. releases, right? And they want to put them in theaters people want, and the movie theaters are like, no, we don't want you. To yeah, do that. And I'm, I'm not. Like, fuck I'm you! Not, guess what? We're gonna win. I'm not, I'm not saying they're yeah, yeah. they're in the right. I mean, right. obviously, it's it's a dying it's a dying industry. But what AMC is arguing is that you know 
they have this nine ninety five for a month for a whole year. That's that's what Movie Pass has set their price. They're like, we're going to have this price for a year. But AMC is worried about is that oh, all these people are going to sign up, and when it fails, when it probably will, because it's just not mm-hmm. a sustainable price point, is. You know, no one's going to go to the movie theater anymore because no one's going to want to pay a $12 ticket anymore. So that's what AMC mm. is arguing is that, well, they just paid $9 a month to see every kind of movie, but now they don't want to go to the theater to see a $12 ticket. Mm. You know, so they're arguing that it's just going to shift the whole dynamic sure. of it. And so the whole, huh. and so what, what the biggest picture is, well, it's obvious that this has to be too good to be true because, you know, it's a, how can you? How can a company survive by lo- pra- practically losing money, like yeah, you had said? Yeah. And so, what's behind that is, right before this happened, a data analytics company called Helios and Matheson. They're a data mining company. Mm-hmm. They bought like fifty-one percent of MoviePass. And so, uh, a theory is that what they're going to do is now they have data on everyone who's buying movie tickets. Mm-hmm. You know what time you're going, when you're going, what movies you're going to see on what day. Household income. Right. Who's who's buying tickets, where, in what region of the country. And what they're probably going to do is gather it all up and say, hey, Disney, hey, Fox, hey, Warner Brothers, how much do you want for this information to where you can market, when you should release movies, when, where, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think that's... Doesn't Fandango do that, though? Like, doesn't Fandango know everything about you? Aren't there already places out there that have that information? True, but that's also more representative of actual moviegoers, not just... The people that are subscribing for this type of pass. So, right? but, but, but your argument, or the this, argument I mean, these theaters are making, is that this is just a play for the information to sell. And right. but you figure too that, like, based on what we're talking about of what this is, this is different information than Fandango, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm Fandango. I would do this all the time, but we're saying this pass is for people who aren't motivated to go see movies. Right. These are these. Yeah. These are the people who who don't use Fandango. What what MoviePass is trying to do, like what we were talking about before, is it's not for the Fandango people because if people use Fandango, they'd be using all that time. But obviously, there are people who don't use Fandango. Dango. And so I guess this is trying to reach those people, but I, I don't I don't know who those people are. You yeah, know, if, yeah. you, if you know, so if, if they're trying to reach an audience of people that don't normally go to the movies, I mean, then those studios can then go. The thing you know, is, like, what this, what this kind of reminds me of a little bit, and it is the same reaction I had when uh, I think it was Nate Ahern was the first person I remember hearing, and he was like, "Hey, man." I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to a blockbuster or something like that and get a TV. He's like, why are you doing that, man? There's this new thing called Netflix. Mm, and you just yep. sign up for it, and they send you a DVD, and it takes like four or five days to get to you, yep. and then you have to remember to send it back. And I was like, that sounds horrible. That sounds terrible. Yeah, That can't be right, though. Nate? I remember. You met him at IGN, right? Yeah, but Nate worked there like... Yeah, but I was using Netflix ago. 2001, 2002. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Netflix didn't become relevant. In my life, oh, really? at all to anybody, so like until like 2007, 2008. Yeah, I, well, it's when they got close to going digital that or I remember everybody's. Well, I just remember, and I mean, that's was, what I'm saying, right? There was so like the, three, four years. Maybe it wasn't eight. I don't know. But sorry, it, I was the, just trying yeah. to give a time frame to the point was d- during my t- my early tenure at IGN. That's when people I started seeing the the, the DVDs pop up on people's uh, desks, uh, desks yeah, or yeah, their console in tables, the ma- in homes, the, right? Yeah, exactly. And those little the little slider hey, uh, things. Send them back. Yeah, and I remember seeing that. I'm like, God, that's what like that's one extra step. Like I already can't take back the blockbuster videos. And I and I like, but I guess that's I guess it's easier just to drop that in the mail, yada yada yada. I'm like, ah, oh, it's a pain in the ass. I got to go online. And then there's some some of the the DVDs. Remember, you couldn't get. You'd have to pre like order yeah, them, and they're like, yeah, well, yeah. this is not available. And I'm like, oh, right. I just go to the blockbuster the right there, right? And so like, that's just me. That speaks to my psyche of like, I am I am I am a late adapter adopter of everything. I didn't have a fucking iPhone until like <laughs> iPhone four, right? I I just I will not. I'm always a wait and see kind of person. Right. I want this to succeed. 
I want new technologies like this to come in and revitalize the theater industry yeah. because I think it needs it. I still stand by the fact that the best experience for Thor Ragnarok is going to be it's all gonna of be us going to a theater, the theater and seeing it together. And then maybe Greg goes fucking aggro like he's done the last two times we've gotten to see movies on someone, right? <laughs> the last two times? Fun. I made one of those up. Hey, but one, the, one, the, first, the one time was so intense that I was like, Doctor I'm, Strange, I'm yeah. scared of you forever. I'll fuck that kid up. Don't I, I, I'm I was like an the... adult male. <laughs> he was like, sir, that is rude. You're like, wait, fuck No, you, no he went, seriously? I'm like, yeah, put your fucking phone yeah, away and tweet during the movie. And I thought you'd have my back, but you threw I me under the bus immediately. I was about to wear a naked chuck that motherfucker. Jesus and almost go to jail for assault. Hey, guys, I was going to You have it. I'm on the same boat as Nick where, like, I really want this to work. But on the opposite side where, like, I signed up for it last week. Last Did you? weekend, yeah. Unfortunately, some of the bad things is it doesn't seem like it's scaling well with all the people because, like, you sign up for it and, like, you get the app and it's really, really fucking broken. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. like, you have to wait for the card to come in, but you can get e-tickets. So it's, uh. like, and, for like, every once in a while when I go to look at the, the, the card they're supposed to send you, I have the last four digits, so yeah. I entered it. But it won't let me print out. Like it won't let me buy the. So you, this is what I'm talking about. Can I about. see the app? Do you have the yeah, app right now? Yeah, yeah, so you can on your way over here. Can you open every, the window? Too? Every so that's other the kind time of, it doesn't work though. That's the kind of shit that I don't like, right? And that's why I'm a late adopter of everything. I want the technology when it's perfect, when it's so right. fucking good that Tim's like, "Why are you not on this? Why don't you use Venmo until we start why using it? Use never Venmo? will. Yeah. And now I use Venmo. Venmo is a good example though. There's been so many apps like that of paying money and stuff, and I. There must have been good ones, but Venmo is the one that really connected with people where it's like, it's ubiquitous now. See, for me, PayPal was that, but everyone's like, nah, Venmo's better. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, PayPal so is the internet version. Right. And yeah, you can use you PayPal on your phone. Yeah, you still can. Yeah. But you Venmo is that app. The so to me, if you just said, Nick, use Venmo two, three years ago, how would I have reacted? You would have not done it. Go ahead, check it. I mean, how bad, how badly yeah. broken was Venmo two years ago? Oh, I don't think it exists. I don't know. I don't even know. See? It's going to be that easy. Interesting. This seems like it's, we said 100 feet, right? Yeah. Well, this is 100 meters. Oh, okay. how? What? I mean, that's 300 feet. It's not that much. Of a but I mean, like right now, we're getting Alamo Draft House no, downtown. No, it, it'll show you. You just can't book them you unless can't you can't book any of the guys. Copy that. And I'm not entirely sure. I think oh. some places that have e-ticketing will let you book them early. The only problem is there is no. Yeah, see that those don't actually those aren't buttons. Now, Andy uh, Cortez. Uh, Wait, are they buttons in. or are they just logos? No, indicating? I don't know if that's because he's bored or he wants to say something. I don't know what's, uh, what they mean. You got your loyalty yeah. programs in here? I don't know. Come over no, here, big old Andy Cortez. Only has one we should definitely not talk over each other, though. <laughs> well, I mean, we're talking about the app. Let me tell you about my problem with Postmates. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. That's cool. Andy Cortez, everybody. Just a, What's your problem with I had my first Postmates experience last night. Oh, God. They, we order four Chinese like entrees, right? Sure. They send one correct one, three are incorrect, right? Could be the restaurant's fault, right? Doesn't have to be the person from Postmates. No, it's probably Postmates. Well, it's probably Postmates. Either way, Postmates, did they put the order? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, right? So they said, you know, we, broccoli beef is the only thing that came correctly. Well, that's good. There was no steamed rice. There was no oh, Kung Pao chicken. There that's... was nothing that we ordered, right? So email them, took a picture of the stuff that sent that they sent us. I was like, hey, uh, you sent us all this wrong shit. And they're like, all right, we'll give you the money for the stuff that we didn't send you. I'm like, okay, cool, but you still sent us stuff that we didn't want. So how about, like, this is my first time using you all. Pretty bad first impression. They're like, yeah, sorry, that's our refund policy. What did you want? You wanted more money or did you want the food for free? The, uh, no, no, they sent us free food, right? Yeah, they yeah, sent yeah. us free food, right, which is totally cool. But, like, you also inconvenienced us because we didn't get the food that but we fucking... But what did you want? 
like, like what do you well, want like, them to so, do? Well, we've gotten the wrong order from Uber Eats before, and Uber Eats is like, "Hey, we'll comp you the whole fucking thing. Here's a ten dollar credit. Okay. Here, you know, like oh, just okay. something. Keep, you know, don't." So they gave you your money back sucks. and sent the replacement food, or no, no replacement? No, no, no food. Replacement oh, food. I, you no said we did get free food. food. No, I was just kidding. No, no, like, original we, food. We got to keep the f- food that we didn't want. Right? Gotcha. Okay, cool. How did that turn out? Though was it good? The free, the food you didn't want. I mean, no, it's like it was like a soup or something. I was oh, like, no, no, I, well, no, no. It, no. It seems like such a good idea, but every time I do it, at the end, I'm always like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I'm never going to do it again. But then a couple weeks hungry, later, but a couple weeks later, I'm like, oh, I don't want to cook right now. See, Seamless so is let's the only one on. I fuck with because it's not random people just doing random things. It's like these are people dedicated to these restaurants, mm-hmm. and it's still. Aren't the, aren't all I also, I also don't aren't like all the Seamless food either. Failing. Well, I think the yeah, thing about Seamless that makes yeah. sense is that it's not people paying random other people. It is the restaurant. It's just a way for you to find a bunch of delivery. Places that deliver. Places See, that oh, deliver. so it's actually right. a person who's paid by, like, Amici's to deliver the Amici's pizza. Yes. I love that Amici's pizza. That makes sense. I like Wait, Postmates real quick, guys, part. just to go back to the movie pass thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm really excited. Like, I don't know when I'm going to get my card, and if I don't get it this month, I'm not going to be that disappointed. If I don't get it next month, I'm going to cancel it. But um, like I want to I, ch- I check in on this. Yeah, after a cu- after like a month or two of you using it, I want I, you to come back and let's review this thing. I really want to make it a goal to go to the movies at least twice a week. Yeah, because yeah. if you, if you say it's worth thing. it, yeah. I'll try it. I'll yeah. give it a shot. I, I'm trying to get Paula to do it. I want to go with her once a week on Fridays. To the From movies. your house, yeah. can you do it? Because you live close to a theater. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> much too far away from okay. the house. Okay. Uh, but like, but, so for instance, like here's the thing. Yeah, Thor, no. Right, but I want there's a couple indies in the theater oh, right sure. now that right. I want to see, and I guarantee if I walk up there, I'm going to be able to get it. You'll be able to I'm get not going to worry about getting 100%. a pizza, yeah. right? And I'm still, you know, so I think that's what it could work for, right? There's like Ingrid Goes West, right. there's Patty Cakes, there's these movies that I don't think they're going to be tuning people in. Tim, I, it's going to be a good have movie. Such beef with Patty Cakes. I'm telling man. you, it's going to be a good movie. You love rap. This no, is a rap this movie. Looks so fucking not good. She wants to be a rapper, Tim. Whatever. And you should support that. The thing about this movie pass thing is, to me, it really seems like just business 101 of, all right, here's this Netflix guy that understands, mm-hmm. you know, how Dominating to look the- at a community and how mm-hmm. to dominate a, a vertical market share. And, and market share and all that stuff. But what it comes Synergy. down to, it's a numbers game of looking at it and just being like, how are they making money or whatever? Right. It's, they obviously, and especially if they're working with the data, data analysis company. People, yeah, right. they understand that if 100,000 people sign up and actively use it, and they're going to lose money because they're only paying $10 to watch, what? What would an active user at, do? I'd say at least two movies. It doesn't matter. You're still losing money. A month. Right. right. Yeah, right. yeah. But I mean, let's even say once a week, four movies uh, a month, right? So they're losing that much money. They must have a guarantee that they're making enough money off the people that forget they signed up mm-hmm. and are just going to mm-hmm. keep Oh, I'm sure back. there's that. Well, yeah, there's that. that I'm, but I'm sure that is a big enough percentage that they're profitable from this. And it might not be hella, but it's enough to I keep don't it know. I don't think it's that. I think it's the same model that the guy probably used when he started Netflix, which was, hey, we're just going to start and take a huge loss until we put blockbusters out of business. And that well, that's what happened. But I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. I feel like that that's where you, you yeah, start. Yeah. But and I guarantee that like, Netflix investors, they probably still, have a five, ten I, still good. I imagine that, that they're plan is to get enough people where they can dictate the prices of the movie right. tickets and lower it for themselves. Well, I don't I don't I don't know about that. I think I think what their plan might be is that it's 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 probably dying. It's not profitable, not profitable, but it's just they want it to be so popular. Like everyone's using it. You know, everyone's using MoviePass to buy their tickets now, but they just can't, but they're not quite there yet being profitable. But then I think they go to the each movie theater chain and say, Hey, let's 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 strike up a deal. Yep, you know, exactly, let's work together. You know, you cut us in on sure. some of your profits, give us some of that and we'll and we'll Well that's the other thing too I because I totally you, don't agree. I think it's the opposite side. I think that this is a 
I think that they're like, yo, we can make money off of this. See, I know Let's do the, it. the weird thing is you have to understand how movie movie theaters themselves make money, and it's not off the tickets. They take a big loss in the right. sessions. It's, it's concessions. all concessions. So it's a, it's a matter of just getting butts in the seats, which is why it might actually this might actually be a viable plan for these people. It is about volume at that point. It's a volume play. It's not, you know, so they need a ton of people, and this is how you do it. You gotta operate at a loss until you get that, that right. big base of users, and then pff, you're ready to It's a fascinating roll. thing. If I, It's very much like well, we talked about uh, game stops and EBs, like a new program of like, you know, or the Australian one, the one they're doing out in uh, Philadelphia, I believe, uh, of, you know, 10 bucks a month you get unlimited used games come in trade them and trade them out and how I did that at Blockbuster back in the day four movies and four yeah, games I remember that didn't take the movies back and it was that thing whereas if if I if you know I granted I know summer's just ended but if it was summer and I was a senior you know junior senior year of high school or whatever waiting for whatever's next I would totally do this and go in the middle of the day me and my friends get uh, all your friends get sure. this and every yeah. week you go to a yeah. Friday noon movie or whatever I think it's a great concept I think it's the same thing we talk about when we talk about comics right where it's like wouldn't it yeah. be so much fucking easier for Ten bucks and get every goddamn Marvel comic you possibly could get. It's just but that restrictions on that too, and it's super. The thing about this one for me is just that I don't live super close to a theater. So yeah, if I'm going, if I, right now going to a theater right. is a cool. I, I like going to the theaters because we go to the good ones now, mm-hmm. and because honestly, just about I mean, to be fair, the only ones are the good ones, go great, yeah. and that's yeah. the thing, right? Of like, if I'm gonna go to the Alamo, it's for a date night, it's for a movie I really want to see, mm-hmm. and it's already you know across town you're from where I am. Off of that bull and bear, and you're getting a little like old fashioned. <laughs> you got damn right, you know I am. Yeah, get in there, maybe get that pizza port they got. I like that one a lot. Go in there, watch it. But it's like that's such an excursion that I'm never gonna make that giant trek to be like, all right, let's hope they got the seat that one or whatever. Right. But just the, the thing is, we have on. a movie theater a mile north and one mile south. Yeah, so and we've we gone there zero theaters. times. Yeah, that, that's true. But like now, that if we have a movie pass, I could see us all being like, oh, yeah, fuck it. Let's yeah, go. Let's let's go. go. I, I've not? wanted to see movies yeah. there before. Yep. I like seeing movies. See, I'm, I, I love the nostalgia oh, shit, of seeing movies in the world. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I wish I wish we lived in that world. I just don't think we live in that world. I don't think we, we do can't either. even and all I, get our shit together to go to dinner with him tonight. Well, we can't I, all I, play video games know, at night. And I, wonder, like, and I wonder how many people actually do still live in that world. That'll be the most fascinating thing. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Just to put a bookend on this, please do. Um, sir. I thought By it was way, interesting. You're killing this topic. This is great. You hey, came very prepared. Much better than the Starbucks topic, right? <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> I well, didn't have I didn't have much input on that. I think do, that's why. That's Does Hunter Pence healthy. go out there and hit a home run every time? I don't know. I don't watch I don't baseball. Know, I don't watch baseball. <laughs> <laughs> like, you ask me for real because I'd have to Google that. Uh, just to uh, when I was looking up stuff, I thought it was pretty interesting of how you know, we're talking about Netflix and Blockbuster and how Netflix overcame Blockbuster, but when they were competing with each other. Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy out Netflix, and they passed on it. And so what I found interesting was that way back when, when MoviePass was doing a pilot program, they were able to do it with AMC, Mm. and AMC passed on it. And so I'm just, I just thought it was See, kind what of, would be, that would be, interesting. I just what would be of, interesting, right? Is if you take it internal, if, if AMC is like, all right, we got to fight fire with fire, right? Let's right. do it. We'll do it at this That's price and it will be interesting. Let's book it on the spot. Let's right. do this. It's a reward program. Maybe the tickets cost more, but sure. buy a little bit. It is a, you can't see it the first week it's out kind of thing, right? Mm. Where it's like, Hey, you can see Thor Ragnarok, but you, you have, have to the wait, subscription, so but you gotta wait two weeks. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking the opposite where they're like, you, if you're going to see, if you promise to see every movie here, not promise, but you know what I mean? Right. 10 bucks, you can get them. And everywhere it's the opposite of this don't be close as soon as you hit what because that's my thing is i feel like they could get around it if amc makes its own app which they already have but they're patreon.com slash amc you can get it a week early <laughs> exactly but i mean in their app they're like i want to see thor and i want to see it on launch night i mm-hmm. click it i do it boom and 
I pay right there. I, or I, I, well, you I see. There. But then the problem becomes I'm caught up now. What happens if I'm 30 people now. don't show up at the right. theater, right? There has to be some level of penalty there. You're right. You're and, right. And especially right, nowadays right. when everyone's looking forward to the, the first weekend it's out, that's where all like the you're headlines right. are. Right. I These guys that do that stuff. It just didn't take off. AMC has its own program. Well, they have reward yeah, programs, right? What's, yeah. No, what's the other one? Cinemark. There's AMC and Cinemark, yeah. They, they've tried, like, two years ago, they tried doing these movie pass things. It wasn't $10 a month. Interesting. But it was, there was things that you can, you get, you get it per month, and you can see movies, and yeah, there was random little restrictions. I'm just saying this. Here's here's the future I Lay it on me. Lay the and future on me. Because I do love movie theaters. I do. But there are 90% of the movies I just like patty cakes right now. I would love to watch that when I go home. When Disney, you know, Disney launched in their own app. You know, they got their own streaming service that Disney's going to yep. do is all this stuff. How far off are we from it just being the new Star Wars comes out, boom, it's there on I that think, Disney streaming service? I think service. we are very far. I know, but I want us to be closer. So. Yeah. I want it no, to be closer. That's, no, that's what I'm How far are we from it being on a Virgin America seat day one? Even far. I mean, that's the thing. If we can, <laughs> no, if we get, like, let's, be, let's all be honest, and I have to be honest about this too, and it sucks for me to say. It fucking sucks because I, like, movie theaters to me are like church. I love going in. It's so sad yeah. now that I, when, I, but when I'm leaving movie theaters, I'll, like, clean up my own shit. Like, before when I was a kid, you just, like, fuck it, you kick the popcorn yeah. over on like, I'm there fuck too, you, it's kids. Weird. Now I'm, like, I'm, like, taking care of these theaters. You, I know you stand up and you put forever. on your AMC vest and start picking <laughs> everything like, so, like, someone left the bottle the other day. I was like, I'm going to the fucking bottle. Right? I'm going to save this kid some time because yeah. this kid, you know, whatever. He's not going to be here forever. Oh, sure, guys. Like, hey, Nick. Yeah, I'm like, what's up? What's up, Norm? And having said that, though, Floor Ragnarok comes out. We all go over to watch it on your 80-inch TV. I'm in. That's a better. That's no, going to be a better experience for me, probably. I mean, it, it would be better, but it would be better. It's just uh, easier. It's, it's like it's just the people I want, and if anyone exactly, has there's a not pro- some fucking asshole checking his fucking phone the entire hey, time. Hey, I got some fucking kids screaming on Instagram, checking out Jen Settler's butt. No, fuck you, dude. Well, that's you. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Tim. Yes. My topic is about movies, <laughs> so I want to break them up. Okay. You go with yours. Oh, okay. What's your topic, Sorry. sir? I wasn't prepared for that. that why not? You knew it was. I was just giving you an introduction of why I went. No, I mean, I told you early on you were talking about it. Hey, first off, double, double. fuck your bitch and the click that you claim. Uh, this comes from Come equipped with game you claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. On, uh, on Twitch, or not Twitch, Twitter. Uh, he says, show topic. Does a music video make or break how you feel about a song? Mm. I thought this was very interesting. Uh... Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do video Look came out earlier this week at the VMAs and made its debut. Um, a couple weeks ago, Katy Perry's Swish Swish came out, and that was on the internet. Uh, it happened. That was the thing that happened. That was the thing that it happened. happened. I kind of want to use those two as the jump-off points. And those are phenomenal but, comparisons. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, just to answer the question around the table. Can a music video make or break a song for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would say yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. See, has it though. I don't know if it could break the song for me. Right. Well, I think for me personally, I think there's a great example here with Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. Where I had heard that, you know, when Taylor Swift's song drops, I hadn't heard Katy Perry's song, I hadn't seen the video. Taylor Swift's song drops. I listen to it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is good. This is fine. I'm, I don't hate it. I'm not, you know what I mean? I, I, it is telling as a big Taylor Swift fan, right? That I listened to it that first night. I was like, that wasn't, it's not her best work, but I don't understand mm-hmm. why everybody's like fucking freaking out on the internet about it. And the next morning I woke up and came in and listened to it a bunch of times in a row. And I was like, all right, I'm feeling yep. it. Yeah. But I yep. haven't thought about it since then. Or word. I haven't heard much about it. I know I have, I, it, it isn't. I haven't been drawn to listen to it again or anything. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. good. I can't wait for the fucking album. Can't wait for the tour. All that jazz. Katy Perry, on the other hand, I, I'm sorry. So Taylor, that's how I feel about Taylor Swift. Watch her video today because I'm just way behind on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's golf came out. Sorry. And uh, I jump in and I watch this video and I'm like, all right, yeah, this is a fine video. It's the same thing. I'm like, it's good. I'm not a music video person much. I feel in my old age. I used mm-hmm. to be, a, you know, a kid. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a music video person than I ever have been because of YouTube. 
Oh, yeah. Well, they're, still, they're right there on demand. But then it was, I haven't heard Swish Swish, and I haven't seen Swish Swish. So I watched the Swish Swish music video, mm-hmm. and my hatred of that music video yeah. Yeah. now means that I don't remember the song yeah. I heard anymore. Yeah. I remember watching the music video and being mortified by the video, but saying, this song isn't that bad. This is a pop song, whatever. Swish, swish. But I can't remember anymore the song. I just remember seeing fucking Terry Crews bopping around and Katy Perry and slamming jamming. See, I'm right there with you, right? Where I'm like, I would have heard that song and probably been like, whatever, it's a fine song. And then six months from now, I would have heard it so fucking much that I would have been like, okay, I kind of like that song. Now that I've seen the video, it makes me never want to listen to that song ever or again. Right. Now. now, granted, six months from now, I will love the song because that's just how I that's how I do. Like, I will I will have heard the song so many times. Like, made, fine, it doesn't matter because I only see the music video one time. Taylor Swift's song, I heard that song and I was like, this is a cool song, right? See the video, it's fuck hot. Makes me like the song more. Yeah. Now, in a quick right. time out, in case you missed Fuck the morning off. show that day, it, the fact was Nick came in, and of course Nick had uh, Rip Van Winkle through the internet fervor over the Taylor Swift thing, so he didn't know the song and he didn't know any. Uh, I yeah. knew that something he came was in. He came in blank slate. Yeah, Not, I, knew she, I knew she was dropping something. We saw the serpent tail thing from like a week ago. I guess that was at a clothing line. Now she's doing some shit like that. Well, what I mean, was the she fucking shirt teaser? For well, in the snake, that was the merch in the video, video, right? It's not a merch. It's no, it's not. The whole it's the theme. The I mean, there's a whole bunch of. I yeah. mean, they are there's selling snakes on the on store and stuff, mm. but like it was it whatever. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. No, you came in blank slate. You listened to the music and you're like, "It's great." Had a snake in it. Didn't catch that. All right. There were snakes everywhere. There was a jaguar. She was sitting on the. Uh, the I saw a snake with the snake came right. up. Yeah, right. And I get it. A lot but of snakes. I, I She's know, a snake. Sneaky, sneaky snake. Cool. I think. I think the biggest thing about music videos for me is that if I like really like a song, and then I watch the music video and it just kind of, it, I'm like, oh, this music video is gonna be great because I love this song. Yeah. And then it's just not there. Then it's kind of like. Oh, maybe I don't like this song that much. Do you have any examples of that though? I know I'm putting you on the spot. Um, but like, try to think about it. I think. I think the most recent one was uh, Ed Sheeran's Shape of You, mm. where like it just, uh, I really liked the song, but then the music video really mm. had like nothing to do with that song. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. He was like training to be like a boxer or, some, or something. I, I haven't seen I don't know. Like, and fight just, the internet. <gasps> um, one, one video that stands out to me is a song that I would have been like, that's a cool song. Seeing the video makes me fucking remember it forever. Kiss from Turn Rose. down for what? Remember that? True. Wow, goes, that's a great boom, example. It goes, wow. it keeps going down, and I was like, as the video the kept going, I was like, this is a dances. perfect wow. fucking video. This, because the song's generic as fuck. It's a dope beat, don't get me wrong, but it's wah, 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 wah. That's all it is the entire time. The was get low. Yeah, and it get, get, yeah, which is, Same song. It. Yeah, so like, turn down for what? You see that, and you're like, okay, this is a fun way to use this. This is what I feel like they were trying to do with Swiss Swish, but then someone along the way got so fucking high that it just derailed. Yeah. I, I still don't wait understand who the audience for Swiss Swish is. It's an interesting song because- it's not when millennials. You, when, you, when you look at uh, pop music, it's right? Both Katy Perry and Taylor Swift, it is just, they are probably- two of the best examples in current music landscape that are just the epitome of product produced yep. pop artists where yeah. it's just like, this is going to be things. There's going to be manufactured beef. There's going to be all the shit that everyone always talks about. Right. And when you look at it, I think there's two very different songs, two very different videos. Taylor Swift song is by the fucking numbers. It is just the most 
Like, it's a pop song. It's going to be this right. chord, then this chord, then whatever. It's like there's a science to it. Katy Perry's is all over the place in a weird way where it's like there's no consistency in the song, and it feels very disjointed, even just the music. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll go out on a limb and say that, that song is a bad song. Like, it's, yeah, I just it's don't know good. if it's ever really going to catch on. Like, I know, I'm know i saying that it won't, and again, six months from now, I'm like, swish, swish, but whatever. I'll be singing my fucking song in, in my car you will. when no one's looking that's, at me. That's the thing. Katy Perry's a, uh, an enigma in a lot of ways because she's been around I usually for like a her long music, though. time. Um, but her last couple hits that she or singles she's put out for this new album have like not really hit the mark because they're they're weird. They're like trying to go away from pop and they sample a lot of like late two thousand. Yeah, what was the song in this one that like it just randomly cuts to a different song for a second? Oh, well, and that's cuts like back. some internet meme bullshit. Okay, fair uh, enough. Uh, but uh, when it, she does the fall, but it oh, sampled, right. the song samples the same sample that uh, Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj's and Drake's Truffle Butter sampled. Oh, right? That song is a year so, or two that's ago. a yeah. fucking hot video. But there's like this trend of is that of, the one about eating the booties. <laughs> yeah, you got uh, keep yeah. it clean. What was it? I forget the line. Go ahead. Sorry. Whatever. Um, there's a trend right now in pop music to go back to like 2008 to 2012. Uh, house music and kind of just taking the beat and just Fuck putting yeah. it out again like Drake's One Dance that came out oh, recently yeah. it was the exact same thing and uh, so they do that and the Katy Perry new song does that but it's like we just heard another song with the same thing and this one feels so weird where it's like it seems like the sole purpose of this song existing was to be a diss track to Taylor Swift for Nicki to talk shit about Remy Ma and it's like okay cool I get that I see all these pieces coming together that video happens and it's like all right there's headlines everywhere talking about cameos and whatever, how much of a fucking mess it was. That was the whole point of that song existing was to just be, to make news, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing I feel like with Taylor Swift, but she's good at making news, but you're also getting what you're also getting a halfway decent song. And I think the video is stunning. Yeah. It's all over the fucking place. It doesn't make really any sense. I don't know really what's going on. I have to watch it five or six more times, but I liked it. It was cool. It was entertaining and it was fun. Yeah. It's designed in a way where all of that is meant to be the experience. Sure. Where it is meant for the hardcore Taylor Swift fans to look at it and be like, like, oh my God, I loved it. But then to actually in their heads be like, oh fuck, what was going on? I need to look more into this. Yeah. Thankfully, CNN wrote an article about it. Great. Breaking it down. Breaking it down. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's one of those videos where you look at it and you're like, is she trying to be deep or am I just getting trolled right now? Like, is there, is, did someone actually have thematically like a start to finish plot, like, or a start to finish document that was like, here's how this is going to flow thematically, and this is the message that we're trying to put, and these are the deep layers of it, and this is the A, B, and C story plot. Or was it just like this? Then she's going to smash a gold Lambo, and there's going to be a fucking Jaguar sitting next to her, and it's going to be hot. And then it's going to break down, and she's going to do this move. You know what she does that shit? Yeah. She like sprawls it out and goes down. Boy, Orgy did it first. Yeah, Boy, Orgy, Boy Orgy did it first. I mean, she the thing about this video is there was nothing that was just like, oh, and then this, and then this. Every it single was all thing. on purpose. I, by the way, I yeah. like this video better than the last one I remember her making, which is the one where she's running around the mansion, like yelling at the guy. I didn't like that video. I was like, okay, it's kind of a boring video. Wildest Dreams was, was in the jungle. See, Thank I just you. like this one better because it had, again, Crash Lambo, fucking Jaguar, like snakes and shit. There was like a, she did the thing with the fucking thriller callback. It was yeah. dope. It was a cool video. Yeah, it was cool. It's definitely not my favorite of, of her videos, but I do think that it's, it's brilliantly designed, and I got to give them credit for I think it, I think that I think that video works perfectly for that song because of what the song was is all the digs that she's making at all those other artists, and that's pretty much what that music video was. It was it the digs she's it. making at the other artists, or was there also a commentary of all the digs people were making at her? It was both. both. Yeah, at the, at the end, that was the, right. at the end was like, yeah, this is, these are all the people that you thought I have, have well, been, well, and what, now I'm just what, a snake person. She's killing her reputation. And all the other people, though. There are, it's not all just Taylor's lineup again. Mm-hmm. Like Kim maybe Kardashian's this is deep, there, man. Maybe we're it is. Shallow. It's so deep. I'm just shallow, guys. Where where Swish Swish was just 
The Space a Jam of, ripoff. It was a Space Jam ripoff with a bunch of cameos that I don't even understand who the intended who audience was. I don't know who half the people are. Well, half the people, I mean, there was the girls from Glow were in it. Uh, there was the Stranger Things kid. Uh, there's a bunch of random ass oh, like, that was the Stranger Things football kid. players and Here's shit the that thing. I'm not really familiar with. Well, the, 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 the only thing I laughed at was, <laughs> it was yeah. the Gronk of when does football season start. But then there's a bunch of like internet memes that like... I don't even, there's not one audience for those things. So it's not like it's like, oh man, if you like YouTube, it's a bunch of YouTube stars. Right. It's like, oh, it's It's the, like if I were to make that kid. video and I just Googled what was popular all like last year's yeah. and like memes and then I saw a list and I was like, let's just do all of these. Absolutely. The, the kid that won. It was the, missing that je ne sais quoi. The kid that tweeted at Wendy's and was like. Yeah. He was oh, in there? But, yeah. And he's sitting there eating nuggets. Oh. And it's like. Really? You're gonna get that dude? I think oh, I think this video was what you were talking about, what Taylor Swift was of like, hey, let's just like and then this happens and then this happens. Yeah, yeah and it's like let's oh, just no, let's but, just but, throw like, shit out of the wall and see what sticks. Like, Taylor Swift, I, I assume someone was like, Hey, let's this is gonna have a deeper meaning with it. Right. Swish Swish was literally that like, Oh, you know what else would be funny if we did this. Right. And the there was like, no point crime, and if his head explodes. The biggest crime of that video. Is that think of the budget that must have went into that? A right, lot, millions, a fucking shit ton of money. Terry Crews alone Nicki probably cost 20, twenty million dollars. Couldn't even show up. She's in the song. The green screen are in. Yeah. Like if you look at that shit, all of a sudden it's the halftime. Well, there's no one in the crowd. Everything turns off. There's some fake ass blue fire coming right. up. She's green screen rapping, and then they do a shitty ass shot of her throwing a ball to Katy Perry, and it's obvious it's not her. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Like, I'm not mad. Her, first off, I love Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Second, I think that was the best part of the thing because her breakdown was actually decent. Well, like her, when she starts it, actually it is rapping, the best part it was of the decent, song, right? For sure. Yeah. And but so it just that, shows holes in even the thought oh, process was, behind the video. Yeah. This is this this is the kind of video like. So I, I follow Joseph Kahn on Twitter, right? And he was talking about like he talks about his work sometimes. And someone asked him, Hey, like, what? How long did this take you to do? And he's like, Yeah, you know, we started prepping this back in January. Started shooting. Now we're in post, and hopefully it'll be done by like. I think he was like. Yeah, we're still like working on it mm. as we speak. As it, I think this is like two, three days before it was going to go live. I don't know if I'm which one's this? This is the this Taylor Swift okay. video, right? the new one. And so, like, that's a long fucking time to work on one music video. Like, that's a long. Think about that. That's what are we? Eight, the month eighth? It's like eight months from pre-production to production to post-production. That's a long time to work on a three-minute-long video. So they put a lot of thought and effort into that. Swish, swish. Pretty sure they were like, "Okay, Katie, stand over there. Throw the ball. Oh, we'll figure that out. We'll make something happen with that." <laughs> Terry Crews, scream! Ha! Good job, Terry Crews. They probably just like reskinned him from his fucking Gold Spice commercials. Remember those things? So I don't know. It just feels like this was not very well concepted out, and then they don't even go fuck. I don't even think Katy Perry gave a fuck about it because she's like, people are still getting millions of views. It's just going to happen, and there'd be some dumb audience that's like, hey, "I liked it. It had that fucking meme I like about it. the internet. <laughs> Internets are cool." Bernie Burns. Uh, the opposite Jesus. side of this, uh, the equation is the fact that, and for a positive thing to end on here, maybe end on, is my favorite band's Weezer. The first time I ever saw Weezer was Buddy Holly, and it was that that was on somewhere, and it was you know the happy mm -hmm. days, and it was like eye catching enough to be like, what the fuck, and walk over and then listen and be like, oh man, like these guys are awesome. I mean, Weezer for me it was the that I don't know the name of the song, but it was the song Gone Fishing, I think, the song Keep with. Fishing. Uh, Keep fishing with the the Muppets in the video. Yeah, I'm like this is fucking dope. Yeah, so I bought that album simply because of that green video. album. Great one, yeah. Um, Clint Eastwood, the Gorilla song. Yeah, that video blew my mind, and I yeah, was like, all right, I'm now in love with these guys. But yeah, Christina I, I Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle, okay, Britney no. Spears, Baby One More Time, uh, Toxic, Baby One More Time. Don't even fucking talk about that in Mad Light. I, I, I know I'm not. It's no. not a bad light. I mean, the, I mean, this is face. this is what I'm talking about. Where music videos matter to me was TRL. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like watching shit coming back. Amazon. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. We're all going to watch it. Carson Daly part night. of it? No, it's a bunch of YouTubers. Carson Daly died. Oh, that's cool. He didn't die. He was 84 years old when no. he started doing MTV no. stuff. Now he's dead. Yeah, I, I think that music videos are more relevant now than they've ever been. 
And I think it's because it, people think of music as music videos. People think when, oh, a new song came out, that means a new music video came out. Right. Like mm-hmm. Back in the day, albums were lucky to get more than three music videos per album. Now, well, there was if like, a was song it, I mean, doesn't for, have a music video, wrong, it Wasn't exist. there a bit of a dip, though, where it was like no one was figuring out where music videos were going to go, and then the internet... Oh, that was a big dip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. It, what I'm talking about is from 2012, yeah. I'd even say, because they did... 2010, they still didn't have the means to, oh, everyone has a camera. Anyone right. can do anything. Right. And so that made, meant DSLRs kind of made that revolution happen. And then once you get to the point where it's Social like media even nice cameras are not that expensive compared to how, what they used to be. Right. So it's like you can have, a, like, I mean, looking at Macklemore and what he did, his videos looked professional as fuck. And it was just from DSLRs. Mm-hmm. You know, and then now you look at the budgets put into his videos and it's insane. I remember watching videos on like iTunes. Like before, you like you could buy them. They would just have them up there for like all the new songs that came out. That's where I first like started watching yeah. music videos. Mm. Yeah, I remember for me, it was cousin Jody. <laughs> nope, not Aunt Uncle Scott's daughter. Not Aunt Uncle Scott's daughter. Uh, she would Bon Jovi videos. She'd come over. She she would babysit me. She was a teen. She would always yeah. have MTV on. I hated it. What's her name? My cousin Jody. Big Bon Jovi fan? Yeah. Okay. Jody was a Bon Jovi fan? Jody and Julie, big Bon Jovi fans. Got it. This is a real thing that happened there. They were all over. Yeah, that's what they did. They've seen him many times in concert. But talking about music videos making you like a song more, how about Gondam style? Okay. 100%, yeah. That was, that's yeah. the only reason why I like right. that song. Yeah. If wow. I'd have heard that song, I'm like, I don't care about it. But then you see that you got caught up in the phenomenon. Yep. Right. That was Psy. And you're like, whoa, this, be is, this is fucking that intense. And yeah. now that's not shit's beat. It's crazy well, to look at YouTube style. now. Right. You just, when you're talking about records and music videos, Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do is now the fastest viewed video of all time. I think it was like 42 million in its first 24 hours. And I thought that record's getting beaten all the time. She does it all the time. Another video that really stands out to me. I know we're long on this topic, oh. Greg. And you're, you're doing the sign where you're like, stop fucking talking. No, I'm stop rubbing my chest. Uh, what was the Kanye West video? For, was it Power? Yeah. It's just one shot. That was a fucking art piece, man. Dude, that was that was the first time I was like, fuck. Like, I liked that song. Then I saw that video and I was like, God, that that's music video fucking is, cool. It's like a third of the song. Is it really? Yeah. Holy shit. It doesn't give a fuck. It's just one <laughs> verse. Zero fucks given, man. Yeah, it's just like, I'm just going to do this because it's fucking cool. Kanye West music videos, some of them are whatever, but like, there are so many of them that are like, these are brilliant. Didn't you do the, is it, the other one he did was one where they're all naked? Like the naked, like wax figures of people. Was that one of his videos? Yeah. Well, he famous. That was famous. That was famous. Yeah. Right. That was weird That's, as fuck. Yeah. Led all this to or bound. Business. Bound two. That yeah, was uh, bound two. Which that one was, was the one where they, they end up being the thriller cats at the end? They end up that being is cats. fade. <laughs> that video was dope too. That's fade. I don't watch music videos. Fucking. I up, only bro. watch them because of Tim. Tim goes, "Hey, you have to watch this." I go, "Cool." My topic. <laughs> Give it to me. Comes from Patreon.com, just like Matt did, but this time. <laughs> It was submitted by was Nick born. Frontierio. Frontierio. How do you say that one, Nick? Frontierio. Nick Frontierio on Patreon. Nick writes in and says, I thought it would be a neat topic if you talked about movies that were okay at one time, but couldn't be done today. Or just the jokes Frontiero. and stuff. All right, you're not even sure? Frontier. Frontier. Or just the jokes and stuff from movies that the PC culture would find offensive now. Also, if you could figure out a way to make one of these films for today's audience, that would be interesting. I wish I could think of an example off the top of my head. The only thing I could come up with right now is Blazing Saddles. Oh, Blazing Saddles Ooh. would never no. really? fly today. No. Never. I've only seen Blazing Saddles once. I thought it was oh, funny, but it wasn't every... the whole point is it's a satire against yes. racism? Yes. 
Yes, but I don't know if movie audiences in this culture are, are, are going to be okay with that. Okay, because every time, I mean, there's the N word is thrown around like crazy. Right. And I just yeah. feel like by the third time, people are like table gets flipped over. Fuck you guys, you can't gotcha. say this shit. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But, I mean, Blazing Saddles is a genius film, and don't get me wrong, like I, I it's it's held in high regard across the board. I don't know that you could be as edgy with that film these days, mm-hmm. even if the point. Sorry, even if the one. Go for it. I want to hear what you're going to be honest about. Even if the point, though, was to lambast racism, you don't think you'd get away yes, with this? Yes, I don't think so. No. I don't think the audience would understand that it's satire and that they, they, that they would still be they offended would about it, it. But I think they would choose to be offended Yeah, yeah by they it. would still be offended what I was yeah. always trying I mean, to say. Still, they wouldn't care. Here comes Kev. This was a little bit more serious, but Django, like, there, there was a big movement against, like, oh, they say the N-word way too many times, but... It still happened. I think at the end, it still happened, and people love so that movie. That's kind of my point. Is honestly, I feel like this topic. There'll be a lot of things that we can bring up. I truly believe any of these movies could happen today. I think, yeah. People, I don't think they could happen be exactly more, like they happened I, back then. I think they could happen exactly like they did. I think that 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 people are going to be outraged about it, and they're going to write their fucking BuzzFeed blogs mm-hmm. about it. That doesn't mean that they can't happen. Well, that's the topic, though. That he's saying, how if you were to do these movies, which ones would people like be rightfully outraged over, or like what, what or unrightfully? Like, oh, they're remaking how well, like people, one of the, people are gonna be outraged about literally everything. What I'm course. saying, I think that any of these movies, any movie you guys name, I think could come out today. My pick is Soul Man from 1986. Wikipedia uh, synopsis is Mark Watson is is the pampered son of a rich family who is who is about to attend Harvard Law School along with his best friend Gordon. Unfortunately, his father's neurotic psychiatrist talks his patient into having more fun for himself instead of spending money on his son. Faced with the horrifying prospect of having to pay for law school by himself, Mark decides to apply for a scholarship, but the only suitable one is for African Americans only. He decides to cheat by using tanning pills in a larger dose than perceived. I'm sorry, in a larger dose than prescribed to appear as an african-american watson then sets out for harvard naively believing that blacks have no problems at all in american society i don't not i there's no way so somebody would movie, get behind so that picture that movie could be made if it were reversed I yeah think. i think if well, it were white reversed, chicks if it yeah it's white chicks basically yeah, i right. think that even nowadays like the, you going under this guise white chicks couldn't be made couldn't be made today because I feel like the maybe not. So maybe not. I, mean, be all, I, th- I feel like you're taking good and, uh, good and couldn't. Good and couldn't be made as th- I, I'm saying no studio would back that. That's not a movie that would be made. Clearly, you could go to Patreon. You could fund it yeah, yourself. Well, you could do it. But I mean, I'm going farther than that. Where I'm just saying that I feel like people wouldn't make it because they're like, oh, man, it's going to get too much backlash. It's like, yo, if you're going to push this shit through, push this shit through. You're just not going to stand by that because you don't want to deal with people not liking it. Just there's more people able to be vocal about not liking the things. Sure, and that's on you to stand by if you think that this is funny enough. And that you need to find that audience that's going to think it's funny. Or else you can't back up your own shit and you shouldn't do it. Sure. I think I, mean, I think Greg's point is... I, so I walk in and I'm like, I love this movie. I love this idea, right? It's, gonna be about, it's, it's a remake of Soul Man, right? We're going to take the whitest person you can find. And he's going to pretend like he's black. And he's going to almost go as far as to do blackface. And it's going to be hilarious. No studio exec in this climate would be like, here is... Five dollars for that movie. They're just not going to back that movie. It's not going to happen. It's just not happening in this day and age because they know that is going to be so much shit that if people catch wind, take a look at what's happening with uh, the new Slave series on on HBO. That mm-hmm. shit's getting canceled right. before it's even fucking coming out. Oh, it hasn't right. been canceled. It's, it's getting very confederate. It's getting real close it's for them close. being like, this is no, not no. worth the shit. People heat were talking we're taking about this. it for oh, two days. It's not, that doesn't mean it's getting canceled. Confederate, real quick, sorry, is the one that what if the Confederates won the war, right? Right. Okay, right. Okay. And then is it modern day, similar to like High in the Man, high, Man in the High Castle? Or is uh, it? I yeah, think we're supposed to be. Okay, okay, interesting. And we're going to our third civil war, I think. Okay, see. 
I mean, we'll, like, we'll see. I'm saying, I'm not saying it's it's getting canceled. I'm saying at some point, the HBO execs but, got in a room and were like, what and the so fuck here's where, and then this, this right? is all this is all personal values, obviously, and everything else, and that's why this is always so thing. But on the weighted scale, right? What the pitch that I just heard on Confederate, the Confederacy won the the, right. the, the Civil War. Uh, it's in modern day. We're about to go into our third civil war. Sounds like a fascinating piece of fiction. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I would love Sounds to like read that or watch that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Soul Man. Sounds 2017 18. Yeah. Sounds like why the fuck are you putting anyone in blackface? Like right. we know that's bad. We know that offends right. everybody. Now again, Tim, I, I see both sides. I see your your point too, right? If it's funny enough and done tastefully enough and well enough and it's satire, it can be done. No, right. my, it absolutely to, can to be, be clear, done. The only point that I'm making is the people that the uh, outrage culture when really the problem is the people that get outraged at outrage culture. That is where I'm coming oh, from. Oh no, yeah, everyone's gonna like, get outraged by everything doesn't but, matter. But, right. but the real problem, what Kevin's saying is like that was two days of people being upset and then yeah. it was over with. But the question but, but, but the, the question show is, wasn't canceled. Right. But the question is the every week there was another one this week about whitewashing, right? We talked about that, right? Oh yeah. That well, is uh, that's what we're talking about. And I'm sure we'll go into that. Like one of my examples is you can't have long duck dong anymore. That's not gonna be a character. Handles. You yeah. can't have you can't have Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany playing which a Japanese upset I had said though is can you not do that when you look at movies there's still characters like that where to this but day we'll no, be in the theater I, like, I can't believe I they're say, doing this well my opinion is no I don't think you can because I think I think as filmmakers, as Hollywood, as as a progressive, you you have a moral obligation to not paint people in that light. But so here's the I thing: I think you cannot James do that. James Bond anymore. is a perfect example where I feel like I would bring up James Bond as an example. You can't yeah. do that anymore. But then you watch what was the last one? Spectre. Spectre, and they did it. They right. did it in but 2016. It didn't do well, and a lot of people gave him shit for that, myself included. Right. So there, that doesn't matter. Though. And real quick, as somebody who didn't see Spectre, what he slaps girls in the butt, and he's like, "Get out of here, his man talk." Or no, what? he just gets really creepy with Monica Bellucci, and then yeah, it's, like, he it's a very like, weird scene where it's kind, it's kind of rapey. Yeah, like rapey. pushes and her the against the wall rapey, and kind of yeah. Yeah, True, no, but sure. that was that was a scene. You that can I had remove a the kind of, right? yeah. and that's a scene that I would argue if I were a filmmaker, I'd be like, I would fight to not have this scene in here because yeah. in this day and age, and people are smarter, people have progressed beyond this. We don't need this. Is not uh, the symbol of masculinity anymore to me, right? This is not the macho hero anymore. A guy that walks into a room and can fuck anyone that he wants right off the bat because he's James Bond. That doesn't fly with me anymore. We're, we have, I think that we've progressed beyond that point. But it was point. in a major movie that came out that was funded by a studio and they didn't take it out. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because so it has it a lineage. It, it, anything can happen. That's, again, going back to the point is, sh- like, what what would people react overreact to, and should we be doing this? Like, should it be remade? What can be remade? Does that make sense? Like, I think Greg's point is 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 kind of where I'm coming from. This of like, if I were a studio executive, would I have greenlit that scene in Inspector? Probably oh. thinking, okay, it's James Bond, and now seeing it, would I do it again in the next one? No. You better goddamn believe they're probably not going to have another scene like that I don't in the next it. James Bond. I don't believe it. I don't. Why would I believe that? When, well, I, when we see Transformers too, and it has these racist ass characters. That's another one of those. But they get, went away, didn't they? Yeah, but they went away. But that, they went away because to sell more toys because they needed other ones. They didn't go right. away because oh, they because were racist. people were mad. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I think the worst part about that James Bond thing was that it. Leading up to the movie, and when she was cast, they're like, "Oh, she's like the oldest Bond girl. She's so like stunning." And see how like this woman can still, you know, like put her presence in this movie, you know, and act, you know, it, it old can be still be sexy, all that kind of stuff. And then in the movie, she's practically raped. You know, that's just not mm-hmm. a good look. I, I mean, it's I, I see, easy, right? It's yeah, easier, yeah, right? And everyone knows it's skeezy. And I think that's the the sort of the heart of what we're talking about here is like, I just feel like. I mean, again, it's me. Everyone's different. And we have a very big country, very diverse country. There's 318 million Americans here. 
people are going to have their own opinions of this, right? But to me, as a James Bond fan, I'm like, I expect a little bit more than that. Like, that's not suave. That's not debonair. That's not charming. That is just you taking everyone's expectation of what James Bond's supposed to be and exploiting it for this one scene that BT dubs didn't service the movie no, 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 at no. all. He could have walked in, saved her life, and be like, let's have a conversation. Why did he have to fuck her? And it could have right. been consensual. And it, <laughs> right. it didn't even need to be consensual. It was, I just saved your life. They were going to kill you. I just saved your life. Tell me what's going on with your husband. Cool. Awesome. Right. That's all it had to be. But instead, he like pins her up against the wall. And he's like, Dan Craig. And poor Daniel Craig. You can see it. He's like, poor oh, Daniel Craig. Poor I don't even want to be doing this. Fuck. You can right. see it. Like, oh, I can do this fucking scene. This is terrible. It's probably another reason why he doesn't want to do the role anymore. I'm putting words in his mouth now. But now, now <laughs> he's, he's going to write it. And he's going to be like, no, Nick, you're right. No, you're, you're right. right. You're right. right. But he's in the chat I, right I have now. to imagine that that's frustrating for him, like having to play that same fucking role over and over again and not having people go like, hey, man, it ain't 1965 anymore. It is 2017. Maybe this character needs a little bit of an update and to be a little bit more sensitive to what's going on in the world. I got a long list of these, by the way. Oh no! Well, I mean, like that's Go the thing, it. and I, I like, and I feel like that's where these scales come in. What right. we're talking about is, I feel like we've talked about it before on this show, right? Of like, fiction should be able to be created and exist, but then it's you get to make your opinion on it. Like, it shouldn't be killed in its cradle necessarily, right? Unless like, well, no, I don't even know. Well, like, we're way in the weeds, right? So, Soul Man versus you right. know anything else you want to do or whatever, but like. I put honorable mentions in because I think Soul Man is the movie I look at where I'm like that can't exist. I googled around. I saw this uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I've never watched Breakfast at Tiffany's. And then it's like yeah it's Andy Rooney right? Andy Mickey Rooney. Rooney. Mickey yeah. Rooney. Mickey Rooney and he's like playing this Asian guy. You're like alright cool and you watch it like holy Mr. fucking. Mr. Yoshi is his name I wrote it down here and that's one of the biggest like that is one of the. Cinema the, sins. Yeah it's terrible. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Because, yeah. because it didn't service anything. It had there was no reason other than they were like Mickey Rooney is a very popular person. Yeah. He's going to be playing this the Japanese man, Mickey Rooney being super yeah. white. And that yeah. being the joke of it. Like it that be, was the yeah, point. The joke was to make fun of Japanese Abs- people. Absolutely. And it's the same way, like my growing up, my dad loved uh or I, I, I assume he still does, I don't know. But he grew up with them too. The Charlie Chan movies. Are you familiar yeah. with these? These yeah. d- detective movies or whatever? And like you're watching like, is that I was like, is the lead guy the, is Charlie Chan a white guy pretending to be and like, my dad's like, Yeah, I'm like that's really weird. They wouldn't yeah, make that anymore. Uh, but strange. like uh, honorable mentions, things that wouldn't fly. Uh, the first thing that came to mind off of that was a uh, short circuits, non-Indian Indian man. You remember this Fisher Stevens or whatever? Oh, right. Who's he basically, no, well, no, he wasn't Indian. And then the problem is we were both young and stupid. Yeah, I think I now we would Indian. see right through it if we watched it. But yeah, at the time, was he just a white dude fucking doing Indian? Yes. No, he's, he's a white man in brown face pretending to be Indian there too. Yeah, that's not And it's, and that brought up recently, I don't know if you've seen this there, the problem with the poo, the true TV documentary or whatever. Apu from The Simpsons. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Abu? No, Apu. Is that what his name is? From Simpsons. Yeah. So I'm okay. saying oh, yeah. it perfect. Who's the monkey in yeah. Aladdin? Thank you. Yes, there Thank you go. Thank you. Uh, yeah. This fall, True TV is releasing comedian Hari uh, Khan Dabulu, a uh, Simpsons documentary, The Problem with Apu, which will explore the cultural impact of the, t- of the show's most prominent Indian character. Uh, it's the same thing where I, you don't think about it, or at least I don't think about it, because Simpsons was forever ago, and I don't mm-hmm. watch it. Right. But I remember watching it and being like, oh, okay, who's in here or whatever. And he's done by uh, Hank Azaria or whatever is his voice or whatever. <laughs> and it's this thing of, it's you know obviously the director of this is Indian. And right. I saw, watched the trailer for it, and he's talking to all these other Indian actors and how like Apu has set them so far back in this. And not maybe just a poo, but he's the shining example of when they go out on a casting call, what they want from, okay, do, do an sure, accent, sure. do this, you're a taxi driver, this, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And them going through and doing all these different things. And the guy who's making the movies, like, it sucks because I, li- I love The Simpsons, but this is like ruining it and nobody sees that there's a problem. Hassan Minaj, if I'm not mistaken, has a great, is he the one that, that, that tried to be in Deadpool? He was trying to be the, the taxi driver in Deadpool. 
Oh, was he? I, I don't know the story. Oh, fuck. I can't remember. I mean, it was either Hassan or someone else. Someone else uh, was talking about that. And they were like how they went in for the audition. And they were he they, they told him specifically, like, don't do the Indian accent. Don't do it. He's like, yeah. but I can do it. or whatever. And they're like, don't do it. And then he didn't get the role. And then the guy that got the role is like the stereotypical cab yeah. driver. <laughs> and this is the same. This is a big part of um, Masters of Master of None. Yeah. And that like season one, when, two, when yeah. Aziz is still going out on roles, it's the exact same yeah. thing where they go to these things. And, What's up, Joey? Oh, okay. Well, that's it. That's all. It's just one quick segment. Yeah, I guess what you're really talking about is like, is it, I guess what we're boiling it down to is like, is it okay to still make fun of cultural stereotypes, right? And this is something that I see in comedy all the time in stand-up where you'll see people that do that and you're like, oh, like maybe that's just what I'm bringing to the table, but I cannot stand up on stage in good conscience and be like, I'm going to do a stereotypical Japanese accent right now to make fun of Japanese people. Like, I just don't, that, that's, there is a, that sucks the air out of the room whenever someone tries to do that. Again, I'm doing comedy in the most liberal place on the fucking planet sure. right now, which is San Francisco. So every single person in there, in the back of their minds, like, oh, when's, when's this motherfucker going to trip up so I can be, like, judgy, right? right. I understand that. I get it. Um, again, having said that, to your point, if someone does it and they fucking nail it and everyone in the audience is on board with it, then it suddenly becomes okay. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's on the person that's doing the art to, yeah. like, own it and to believe in it. And if people don't laugh and they don't laugh, and it's like, all right, well, fuck you guys then. Right, right. I'm going to take this somewhere else and find that audience of people that do but, like it. And that's it. the thing. Some of the, some of the uh, the movies that did this were actually doing that, right? Some of the movies back in the day that were doing this, were they were subtle veiled commentaries on a lot of things. Like one of the ones I had on my list was The Toy, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a movie. I don't know if you remember this or not. It's Richard Pryor yeah. and a rich white kid. No, rich white guy. It's isn't rich it white, Jackie well, it's Gleason? Jackie Gleason, but yeah, it's, yeah. he buys Richard oh. Pryor for his kid gotcha. as, a, as a toy. And obviously, the entire thing is is basically a, com- a social commentary on on slavery and on, on you know what it, what it's like to be black in America in the eighties. Um, and Richard Pryor, I don't think would have done that movie otherwise, you know. But a lot of people look back on that now and go, "That can't get done. That, that's there's no way that could be yeah, done." Yeah, because then there's other things that are just straight up just racist, like Dumbo, you know. When oh, yeah, the, the crows, yeah, the crows, crows, where their leaders literally named Jim Crow, and it's like. Oof. Like, what? But it's that's just it was a different time. Then. Times, and yeah. because thing people were openly racist then mm-hmm. in a way that open racists are not, you know, given a high five these days. Right. You know? Uh, it's not that it doesn't happen still, but it's not as openly accepted, which is the whole point of this thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like looking at I think even as uh close to now as the nineties, when any Adam Sandler movie, any Rob Schneider movie. So many of the jokes in that are just making fun of minority groups. Oh, all of whatever the they are. are, whether it's uh, race or level of handicap or whatever it is, it's just ridiculous that like they make these jokes. But they were funny, and that was the climate then. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not that they couldn't happen now; it's just that there's not an audience to support that shit because people don't think that's funny. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, and I mean, you'd like to think we've matured, right? I think that's a part of it. You know what I mean? I, I think it's not funny because you start to think of other people's emotions and hum- the humanity of your fellow person, right? And that's the thing where I think, for uh, what the from the document or for the trailer for the problem with the poo, that's what it really stands out to me as, right? Of for me growing up in suburbs of Chicago, you know, with my parents and other mm-hmm. white people around me, like I don't know any Indian people, so to see a poo on TV while. It, he's not really Indian, but also portraying like, here's what Hinduism is, right? And here, here's mm-hmm. how this works. And here's who I am. And I have a family and I'm trying to get me. And like, it was a thing of like, oh, that 
is positive but negative in the same sense, yeah. which is weird. Although, which is the weirdest thing though is like when I think of a poo from the from the Simpsons, I think of he's like the one character that, that does have his shit together. Yeah, like, no, he runs Simpsons a business and he's great. Yeah, terrible. right. Yeah, yeah, he's no. horrible human beings. Yeah, exactly. No, no but I'm right there with you, right? And that, and I think that's why when people start going like, oh, I don't understand what all this whitewashing stuff is. Like, I understand that art is art, and 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 the person who's making the art has the like he gets to, he or she gets to dictate what is in that. But there is also something you said of saying like, look. You have the opportunity to make like make something without taking something away from someone, right? You have it. Uh, I'm glad you beat me, which is hilarious because I was going to pee after this. Um, you have the opportunity to go like, "Hey, do we need to make this joke? Does this joke not like need to be a, 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 a like poking fun at the Indian stereotype, or can we actually cast an Indian person in this? And is that going to deter from what we're trying sure. to make? You know, hey, real quick, and that's what you have to ask yourself. Real quick, I like him. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's doing a really good job on the Should show. Should kill him when he comes back? No, why? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. I thought that's it's where your brain's going to No, I just want to say I really like him. I, you know, uh, I'll never tell him to his face. I just the, the, these type enough. of like the jokes or the movies or whatever it is you want to call it, I think what it really comes down to is what, what you were saying about the, the Richard Pryor movie, where it's like it, what, there was a parody there and there's some level of social commentary. And people can say there's social commentary in literally anything. Sure. So it's like it's not like that makes it okay. But for me, growing up in San Francisco, growing up in a uh, dominantly Chinese environment, it was always the, if someone made a Chinese joke, being around my Chinese friends, th- when I would laugh and they would laugh is when there was a layer to it, when it was like making a joke that was understanding of the culture. But when someone's punchline was ching chong, yeah, mm. then you're just making fun of like, well, that, you, that the joke is the people then. Yeah. And that's a, that's a question I always, like I ask myself a lot where I'm like, where, like, where is the end of that? Right. Cause at a certain point we do the, the like, as a person who is doing stand up comedy, as a person who's making jokes, like you could pick apart any single one of my jokes that I make and have a problem with it. Right. Be like that. I, I'm going to get offended at this because of that. And so that's something I think about a lot. I don't have an answer for it, which is like, obviously you go back and watch like any Eddie Murphy stand up special from the eighties and 90% of that shit. People would just be like, no, dude, you cannot fucking talk about gay people like that. You can't talk about like uh, mentally handicapped people like that. It's just not going to fly. Right. Um, so at a certain point, like I, I do wonder, I'm like, as a person getting into comedy 10 years from now, where, what is going to be, like, what are we, we as comedians, able to talk about and make fun of? My thing is, I think you're able to talk in this, because that's what my argument is. You're able to talk about anything as long as you stand by it and that you really do think it's funny. You're not just getting mad because they're mad at you, right. right? You you just said it so well yourself that you think about everything you say. Good, right? Right, but You should but, take every single joke that you have and think about it from every perspective that you possibly can to maximize who is how can I make the most people think that this joke is funny? Sure, sure. Little tweaks can go so far. Sure. To then in 10 years when people look back at what you're doing, you're going to have a massive audience of people that think you're funny. But at the same time, it's hard not to feel like the the subject matter and the field of play is narrowing. Right. But it's not if you just own it. Because I feel like Eddie Murphy, I mean, he's turned into something different in the last couple of decades. But if you were to come up and still do the same jokes and still do them the way he did, if he owned that. It's funny that he's saying those things well, that maybe. are inappropriate. Ch- Chappelle but just did a, two Netflix specials, one that had jokes that he's been doing for a long time. And that, it felt inappropriate, but yeah. it was funny because it was Chappelle doing it. It didn't feel like, ooh, you shouldn't be saying it these days. It felt no, like, I still, man, I, like you're, you're funny and you're owning this, and it's funny because you're Yes, but I, I mean, I watched the Chappelle specials, the, the, the two that came out, and there was some stuff in there that I was like, okay, you're a little out of touch. Like, we've moved beyond this as me personally, I don't think that's funny anymore because I've moved beyond that. Maybe it's because when I watched Killing Him Soft, it was back in like 2002 when I was 22. Uh, actually, 
I take that back. I went back and watched Killing Him Softly recently. It's a fucking brilliant special. That, I think, was just a much better written special, and I think Chappelle was on point in that. I think now he's fallen off a little bit as far as, like, I just don't think he, I think he took that break, and he needs to build steam coming back. So I'm interested to see what the third part of that special is going to be. Is there a third part? Yeah, I think he's doing three. Because oh. the, the two of them, one of them I thought was really good, and one of them right. was really bad. I think, I, I could be completely wrong. I may have just made that up, but I think he's doing a third one in that series. I heard that. Well, then maybe I'm wrong. Um, but I look at those and I'm like, I, I feel like he's a little, he's someone who got big, got rich, burned out, walked away from it, came back to it expecting the game to be the same and the game changed. And I, there is some stuff that he talk, that he says in that that I'm like, I'm not, it's not that it wasn't funny. I'm just disappointed because I go back and watch Killing Him Softly. I'm like, fuck, that was so for the time, so funny and so coming at that that part of the world from a different perspective, like your life from a different perspective and really turning that all on its head. Just really smart comedy. And then you watch the newer ones and you're like, oh man, he's just calling people trannies. Like, I don't I don't really fucking need that, man. Like, that's not smart. That's not clever. That's not a commentary. And what you're talking about is adding depth to your comedy and having layers of people going like, wow, I just laughed at that. And asking themselves, why did I just laugh at that? Or what's so important about me laughing at that? What does that say about me? What does it say about you? What does that say about the world? These observational things that this comedian is trying to make. What's that? Or it's shock value. Like, I feel like hearing Chappelle say say the things, it's like, oh, shit. And I feel like South Park is the master of that, of... Mm the shock and awe of but we're see, seeing something so fucked up but yeah. then there's the there is always the deeper message yeah there but that's, that's the thing about South Park that's brilliant is because South Park is actually on the on a surface level the stupidest fucking thing you're gonna go it is shock and awe value right but it is one of the deepest fucking shows ever made utterly brilliant and it's genius and it can be genius because it's very topical um I don't know. I've got a long list, but I feel like we're going. I mean, <laughs> Thompson, what are your other highlights? Another, another thing for me that I just want to say is that what we're talking about reminds me of Eminem like one of my favorite rappers of all time, no matter what trash he ends up putting out, no matter how bad it ends up getting, he will still be one of the best to ever do it. Mm-hmm. But then I look back and I listen to his first four albums even, and I'm like horrified. At the oh yeah, sure, sure, oh, yeah. sure, sure, sure. And it's like, th- they're still technically amazing. His rhyme schemes are still on point. Like the way he would put things together was just, it's unmatched. However, it's like, whoa, you couldn't say this shit now. But it's like, but you could. People still do. People always do. There's just not an audience for it. People wouldn't buy Eminem albums if he was, you know, dropping slurs left and right. Sure. But he still kind of does, and people still do kind of buy well, it. Yeah. There's a lot of people in the. Yeah. There's a lot of people that probably would be in touch with some of those messages, too, unfortunately. A um, couple movies that I, cause I actually looked through this, and there's a bunch of lists online. So I'm not going to say that I came up with a lot of these off the top of my head because I didn't come up with any of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I mean uh, some of these movies like Overboard. I knew um, obviously like, Overboard, and- Overboard, an old one. Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, basically she's a she's her. a rich woman, right, on a yacht. He's working on it. Right, she falls overboard and loses her memory, and he's like, "We were married." Right, you know, okay. basically kidnaps her for a gotcha. good four weeks before they find her. But then they fall. She falls in love with him. Great movie. Great. Although movie. I don't know. See, that's one of those that I think of. I'm like, that's super creepy, but. I think that could be made funny today. Are they? Aren't they remaking it? Isn't that the thing? I think they're remaking. You're talking about remaking Splash. My apologies. Splash. My apologies. All right. Um, okay. Another one that that uh, popped out to me was, and this was on a list, and I didn't think about this. Like I saw it on a list, and I was like, no way. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, interesting. True Lies, because it paints the way it paints Muslims is like so unbelievably stereotypical like no as way they make the terrorist they still are they're in movies one. they still are always the terrorist okay. like that's i mean that's now when you have a muslim comedian or again i think it might even be in master of none they're like we're just gonna be the terrorists why do we have to do this? <laughs> right. you talk to like um ah maz jabrani i think has a bit about it mm-hmm. in his stand-up special too the same oh, way oh it's great yeah he's, okay, he's hilarious that. dude yeah um, but that no that is that is the sad it's still the sad thing right of like in the same way like 
in the 80s, the Russians were always the villain. Now it's that. Muslim, yeah, Middle Eastern. You're the terrorist. Radical Islam, yeah, yeah. And I feel um, we've gotten a little bit better at it, but I'm also a 34 year old white guy who plays a golf game at night. So who the hell knows what's happening? You out play there a for great golf game. At I night, do, and you're good at it. Thank you. Couple notable uh, other ones that I wanted to just bring up and to, and actually ask because I don't know. These are ones that I'm like, I think they could be remade, but it's interesting. The subject matter is interesting. certain things have changed. Weird science. Two dudes get together to make their perfect girl, and she's yeah. smoking hot. You could do that again. I think yeah. you could too. Cause, and then this is the, cause some of these are like, well, the reason we br- I brought up that I found some of these on the list cause I just fundamentally disagree. I think the, the Kelly they brought character in that is the strongest character in the entire thing. They, make, they make this dream character right. of a girl who's supposed to be like just for her looks. And she ends up being a fucking super genius that like yeah. helps these dipshit fucking nerds. Well, that, well, I mean the thing you're leaving out in case somebody doesn't know weird science is that they're losers in whatever sophomore junior high school they're high school kids and so yeah they they whip up this supermodel or whatever who yeah can grant wishes and is awesome and like yeah is in control of all the situations i think you get away with that i mean i think this goes back to the fact that when it comes to all of the why can or can't you do these things like there's certain things on the list that we think about and i think that there's just certain things that are more taboo than others yeah and as time goes on it's like one thing will be like, well, this is worse than that, so we can't do that. So as you look at it now, I think that sexism is still not that bad. Still okay. Yeah. You know, in terms still, of general public scale right. popular yeah, opinion. Sexism right. still hasn't hit that point where it's like, oh, you can't say gay, right? Like if you say uh, gay now, that, that's like, you're bad. You're still allowed to fight somebody if they say they're a feminist. Basically, right now. Well, th- oh, I'm not a feminist. In, I, 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 feminist yeah, yeah. Into it is that's a that's a layer that like complicates things. But just the sexism of it of building your perfect woman, mm-hmm. like that. Not everyone, not everyone agrees that that is bad. Well, I think again, I think that could be done and done in such a way that's brought up to modern times, and it would be it would be joking about that, right? And I think they get a little bit of a pass because they, they were sophomores in high school and they're boys. Well, that's the thing; you they're know? sexually charged. That was the thing too. That was is the they whole always point of it, right? Didn't they want to fuck Lisa, but they couldn't? Yeah, they couldn't. There's some rule. They were too. No, they were. Just oh no, she brought him in. The, she brought him in the shower. That's right. And they, and they were, were like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, that yeah. Was, and that was the commentary there was like these guys find they they get oh, what they want. They have their prepubescent like dream girl there, and it's so intimidating to them. It's fun, she says. Right? Yeah, like, they, they end up actually going for the, just the girls that are nice girls. Exactly, exactly. That, yeah, 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 that could totally be made. Um, Greg, one that you mentioned was Revenge of the Nerds. Fuck yeah, Revenge of the Nerds on the surface could and, and probably will be remade in our lifetime. I feel like they, they won't have Lewis totally uh, pretend to be a girl's boyfriend and rape her in the, and not in it not like rape like she's fighting back. She she thinks she's having yeah, sex again, with rape her. Is rape. <laughs> I know, but I mean, again, I'm try- what's so hard about these films is like. Revenge of the Nerds, everyone knows what I'm talking about. No, they don't, right? Of like, he steals the outfit that matches right. her boyfriend's outfit and right. goes into the, the, the bounce house, the yeah, bounce on the moon. Right. They have sex, and at the end, he comes up and takes off the mask, and she's like, oh, it was Should you. Fair, Are all nerds yeah. this good at sex? Like, that's not the reaction yeah. you have when, when you've been violated by a stranger. Dude, when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah. was watching Revenge good? of the Nerds, no, apparently. I remember seeing the whole movie and being like, this is awesome, and I mem- I distinctly remember seeing that scene, yeah. not being able to vocalize it, but being like, I'm pretty sure this is wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're supposed to do this well i mean and it, then it gets away with it and i was like it's no, part, I don't it's think part I of still think that's bad <laughs> that's the thing about what's so weird about me and also uh, from my own perspective of the 80s and coming of age there or whatever is the way that the way sexuality is handled yeah when you actually get old enough and have sex and have a partner and have all these things like it's such a vulnerable intimate thing but the way movies handle it where it's like if I just had sex with some random person and came up and was like, it was me all along. Like, out, they I'm would fucking, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. Uh, whatever you want. She and it's the same the one. My reven- I have Revenge of the Nerds here. It's the same way that, like, 
The nerds break in for a panty raid about that. at the sorority <laughs> I'm house. Like, I'm like, as I watching it as a kid, nothing else registered except for that last. They part, break yeah. in to do a panty raid <laughs> at the house, the sorority house, which is weird it's enough, but I roll. guess did happen at least once because that's like the whole like panty raid, sure. Yeah, frat, frat, <laughs> at least so, once. Well, you know, it's, it feels like an urban <laughs> legend thing that that's no, something people it talked must about. Be based on some who reality. the fuck ever did that, and everybody was like, "That's just can, boys being boys." Can you imagine <laughs> if some dipshit frat house was like, "We're gonna bring back the panty," they would get fucking. Now again, if you are if you are listening to, or watching this show not having watched Revenge of the Nerds, the panty raid not even the most offensive no, thing. No. The panty raid was a smoke screen <laughs> a red for the other nerds to break into the <laughs> attic, saw holes in the roof, and put cameras in their bedrooms and bathrooms. Oh my god! Then they go back to their nerd fraternity house and watch on closed circuit TV these women naked in the shower mm. with each other comparing. Bra- it's like kids are smart. They were something, all right. They were. They, they would all be fucking thrown away See, right now. Is, thrown in jail. Away. Thrown in jail. When I was a kid, the reason why that maybe didn't register was because there was it was it was like overload. Because the whole point of it was like the, leading up to the joke about Bush. We've got Bush. Remember yeah. that? And that was the first time I think as a child I'd ever seen uh-huh. a naked woman. Like yeah. I'd ever seen pubic hair. And I remember just not. Even, I don't even think my brain. It just went boo. You know what I mean? Like it was so much stimuli that it just, just fucking. Well, I mean, and that's like, the thing is, it's, it, it was like, an '80s movie, '80s movie aimed at kids who just wanted to see tits. Tits. And on top of it, it was the fact that the nerds were the downtrodden. Right. We were rooting for them to get past the alpha betas we who were assholes. Yeah. And these, of course, were the alpha betas like girls or whatever. But the it's pies. A, it's but the now same. to add even more into this <laughs> of what how fucked up this was. During the panty rain, they break in, they put cameras in. Lewis takes a photo of Betty, who is naked. This is the same woman he will eventually rape in the moon house. Right. Takes a photo of Lewis Betty that's scumbag. naked. Then, at the carnival, whatever, to raise money, they to do whatever, the they sell pies. And they have a line around the block. And the outfit is like, why are these people? They go over, they steal a pie. They Ogre eats it. It's just whipped cream sprayed into a, t- like, a pie like, tin. It's good. And at the bottom of the pie tin is the naked photo of Betty or whatever. I think her name is Betty. Yeah, that Lewis took. Who will then go on. I think rapes her at that same carnival. Yeah, I think that was that was moments. And it's like <laughs> like none of that. That whole plot line would have to be ripped away and thrown away. And yeah. everybody's like, all right, you know, we got to draw some things. See, I think the only way that movie gets remade. And we talked about this in the airport, right? right? Is if you flip those. What if it was the, right. the nerds were the girls sorority. and they went into and they did right. the frat some pictures of dicks because I feel like right now right. and this is going back to what you're saying right you do that it's funny enough for people that it doesn't register that's the same shit that they did before but you're like right. oh it's girls taking pictures of dicks that's funny right <laughs> we, get, funny. we can get away with that and now, then 10 years now we're like dude that fucking remake of Reds yeah. and Nerds totally inappropriate and that's the thing is totally that that's what would happen and like, but I don't even know if you would right now granted this is held to a higher standard but that Batman Harley Quinn movie's out right mm-hmm. and it's just getting ripped apart everywhere and one of the pieces I read ripping it apart was the fact that and I haven't seen it so I, I really don't have judgment but based on the description at one point, like have you, the thrust is that Batman and Nightwing have to work with Harley or whatever, right? And they're running around doing stuff. At one point, Nightwing wakes up and he's like tied to the bed, and Harley's on him naked, and she's like, "We should have sex." And at first, he's like, "No," but then he's like, "All right, fine," and they fuck. But it's like reverse those roles of like the woman wakes yeah. up tied to the bed, and, and there's a naked DC animated movies like killing joke. Great point. That's half, a great right? point. That's and that's the thing is, we all get we get on them about it. Like I, I don't even know. I think if we remade Revenge of the Nerds and some girls eating the pie and it's Zac Efron's cock and balls, I think somebody would be, <laughs> <laughs> someone would be like, oh, 
I don't know. That's what's gonna I fly. See, I think judging based on our reaction to it, they got a good three years they can get away with that joke. Three years until that. they can get Zach until Zach Efron's dick is not fucking funny close up. Zach Efron's cock and balls. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we'd be okay with that because I feel like at least for. Just the 80s in general, guys have it coming. We got payback coming as far as like being objectified by women. And I think, first off, dicks are funny. We can all agree with that. Second off, imagine just a girl eating a bunch of whipped cream and she just sees that sweet, nasty Zac Efron dick. I, I, that's like one of those things. If we, we have a lot. laughing. You can't it's, see it. We have the cameras. We have the cameras. I talk yeah. all the time about yeah. wanting to do my Kingdom Come trailer. Yeah. What another thing I would love to do is just let's recreate that scene. Oh, where the one the girl whose ogre walks back and she's eating the vine like how is it? It's good. Was well, it good or is it great? It's good. Oh, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. that's just a close up of Zac Efron's cock. <laughs> Zac Efron, we need to get you on the hook yeah, for the cocky balls here. Zac <laughs> Don't do that, please. <laughs> do not do that, please. Um, I'll tell you uh, a movie that I think needs to be remade because I think it was a little before its time. Is PCU? Do you guys remember this movie? Yeah, of course they do. Jeremy, Jeremy Piven. Piven. It's a movie about David uh, Spade. The, I think it was like Pacific Central University or whatever. But it's but meant it to be political politically correct university. university. Mm. And uh, it was a movie about an intern, or, or sorry, excuse me, prefrosh, 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 who was going in to look at this school uh, to see if he wanted to go there or not. And every group on the school was a radical. Pre- I mean, it's a precursor to social justice warrior, but that's what they were. So it was like uh, the radical feminists, uh, like like th- that type the of radical group. preppies, the radical like, preppies. Yeah. It the was radical, the extreme. Like, of every click every single click right and it was basically like everything got protested everything (laughs) that happened got protested there was all there were protests to protest right at one point the and and the fresh of course falls in pre-fresh falls in with the group of the the, the one party house that's still left that are still trying to hold it down and be like dude we just want to be normal college oh my god and you know (laughs) i forgot and then like 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 all the protesting groups show up to the party john fucking favreau right yeah plays gutter yeah gutter Gutter. (laughs) that was fat john favreau oh yeah that was that was skinny and then went back that was big old fat john favreau so i feel like that's a movie that's right for a remake because because it's so, I think it's more relevant now than it ever was. Totally, yeah. Mm. Star Wars Episode One, those like the gun rays, new gun ray. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That, but at the time we were like, yo. Oh, this is super racist. That lasted till Episode Three. Yeah. Right. Oh, so the trade. Okay. Yeah. The guys who are going to really stereotypes or whatever the fuck they're supposed to be. Jar Jar Binks too. Yeah, that was terrible. But 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 at the time, at the time, everyone was like, yo. Like I remember watching but that. But it going, didn't matter. It kept happening. <laughs> it did keep happening. It, it's it just a bad. But I guess it's just the difference between like, hey, is that a good or a bad look? And for Lucas, that was just a bad look, especially going out on those three movies. You're like, Lucas, no, no, no. If you didn't know, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can get each and every episode early. We post them live when you're watching them and recording them. Then we put them up on Fridays. Then they go up for free, of course, on youtube.com slash kind of funny Monday through Friday, topic by topic, day by day until it's one big video. And MB3 the following Friday, you could come be on the show just like Matt did. Matt, I thought you were excellent. I oh, you excellent. I was a big fan. Thank you. I was a big fan. Thank you. you did good. Thank we're going to go to dinner now. Are you excited to eat food? Yeah, I'm really hungry. Okay, good. All right. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait. Do you want to pimp anything? Do you? I mean, nah, oh, your Twitter's right. probably been up if you have a Twitter. It better you, be. You got a Twitter. Okay, well, okay, well <laughs> you paid good money, it's sir. Twitter. It's going to be Meg Turney's Twitter. Well, we got to make up for Meg. So, yeah. <laughs> There's a gremlin in Kevin's machine that makes everyone Anthony and Gruber. So, that's something that happens. 
What? What was that? It's Greg Geddes. Well, Greg Geddes it, machine has a yeah. gremlin. Don't no. fucking throw him on the bus. Now that's Greg, fucked up. Here. That's fucked up. It's probably exported more than four. Technically, videos. it's Kevin's machine. Yeah, it is technically my machine. So Kevin just gremlins what? look soft, You're but right. they hard. Forgot about that. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Now, Greg, this is what the Care Bear is going to look like. With the acid stomach? A normal Care Bear, but oh. it's got the teardrop at the eye. Okay, that, is, that looks nothing like a Care Bear. That's what I'm going to tattoo on Does your that face. look like a Care Bear to you? <laughs> oh, no. I no. look like oh, a no. weird gorilla. Kevin, can you give like Sky Cam before we sign? That doesn't look like a Care Bear. I see it, Nick. I Thank you, it. Kevin. Thank you. You know, these guys yeah. don't understand art. It's a gorilla. With a tummy. True story. I, I never get nervous when doing the intro or outro, except when there's a guest. Because really? I don't want to throw off the cadence of... The, hold on, this is still fun content. Uh, except for when I... Because I don't want to throw off this table for them. Yeah. You know I'm not going to lie. I've been practicing for like Good. weeks. Nice. Because so, so many people it. don't and they <laughs> miss it. Well, it's just because we bring on guests who act like they watch the show. Kev, you know, Troy Baker's always like, comments? scarf over his shoulder. He's like, I love this show, man. I've been on it 12 times. And they do this. is like, what the fuck was that? What is going on? Are you angry? Are you angry? Thank you for watching. All right, bye guys.